Hello and welcome to show 78 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 78! Uh, uh, yeah! Mind you, that's the perfect podcast because we get like five-star reviews and stuff, so we must be perfect. Is that all right? Yeah? No? Each star, if it's a five-star system, each star is worth 20%. Yeah. So if yeah. if you give a game five stars, that means it's between 80% and 100%. That's what uh, I realized when I was thinking about that whole star what? percentage thing. Is it not 100% though? You guys- no, it's not automatically 100%. It's between 80 and 100%. Huh. Which is why I think Chinny likes it because it means that you could give something five stars and it's it's great, but it's not necessarily perfect. There's more wiggle room there. Whereas if it's a score out of 10, then a 10 out of 10 means it's between 91 and 100%. Huh. Right? And that makes sense? I guess. All right, then. <laughs> anyway, 78. Yeah, as everyone knows, uh, the philosopher Wang Chong uh, claimed that all phenomena have material causes Ah. in the year 78. Great. And also the year... Yes, Wang Chong tonight. Thank you, Duchess. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Card. I'm sorry, but can you not find something a bit more interesting? Yeah, well, here's something more interesting. The Chinese mathematician, astronomer, inventor, poet, artist, scholar, geographer, and statesman was also born in the year 78. Did someone, Zhang Hang. Did someone not, like, die of a drug overdose or something in 1978? What not about according to like this that? exhaustive and well-sourced article I'm reading. I'm sure something controversial happened in 1978 that you could have found. 1978? I'm looking at the year 78. Shut up. <laughs> Both of you. Uh, you stop bringing up crappy facts, and Stu, just, just, you just shut up in general, really. Yeah, moving on. Do we need to introduce ourselves? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Daddy. Go ahead. Yeah, Daddy, that's me. Daddy, all that shit. Uh, uh, I'm, I, yeah. I, I, like I established before, right, I'm Mike Chin, and I'm, like, the person in the gang that you don't know how he got in the gang, and he doesn't really do anything for the gang, but he's, he's in the gang, and no one really likes him, and he doesn't really do anything, he's but like he's the in there. He's a cousin of, of yeah, the Yeah, like, oh, I think he's related to one of my mates, and just, <laughs> just, just, oh, let him, just let him be. So that's me, that's my role, and Duke is the loud American. Woo, loud American! And today more than ever, why? Because it's 4th of July, baby! Oh, yeah! USA! USA! God love us. I mean, you lot, you lot are just like so patriotic, aren't you? You know, like, sort of America this and America that. And oh my God. At least we didn't take a, I don't even know who did that Come On Eileen song, but we didn't take that and make it into Come On Eileen. Look, 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 we, could, we could have taken America if we'd have tried a bit harder in the Civil War back in the day. We, we could have done the, you know. The we just, Civil War? Are you talking yeah. about the American War of Independence? Yeah, yeah we just, we just let you have it. Civil War, we let you have it. took place here. Yeah, it was a gimme to you. That's what it was. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for starting us off with the best and the brightest. All right. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I found this new comedian. I want to start off with him. It's really short. It's like a minute long. But, Chinny, I think you'll like him because he reminds me a lot of Mitch Hedberg. His name is Hannibal Burris. I have a situation in my apartment right now. I have a surplus of pickle juice in my apartment. (laughs) There's too much pickle juice because after the pickles are gone, I don't like throwing out the pickle juice. It just feels wasteful. So lately, I've been dipping my fingers in the pickle juice. (laughs) 
and then I flick it on my sandwiches for flavor, like that. <laughs> like, how many flicks does it take to properly flavor a ham sandwich? I say between 7 and 11, depending on how big your fingers are and how long you leave them immersed in the pickle juice. There's a lot of variables. I studied this. So I get home one day and all the pickle juice is gone. I ask my roommate, hey man, what happened to the pickle juice? He said, I, I threw it away. It's just pickle juice. I said, it's not just pickle juice. I flicked that on my sandwiches for flavor. I told him, hey man, you know I gotta hurt one of your lizards now. Like seven pet lizards. That's way too many lizards. They don't do anything. Never been on Animal Planet. They're not even famous lizards. They're random lizards. They chill in my apartment all day. They have lights on them all the time, but they don't put any money on a light bill. Who are these lizards? Get all this free light. I pay for my lights. I'll fry one of those lizards and have a lizard sandwich and flick pickle juice on it. <laughs> oh pickle juice God. on them. Actually, I've I've got a fact about pickles. Um, that, uh, is this not, not only is this not a pick uh, a pickle uh, a fact <laughs> podcast. Pickle, on, listen, listen, listen. It's not a, a, a podcast about facts, but now we include facts. And if there's a topic that's brought up, we include facts along with. Yeah, that. yeah, right. Listen, you know, listen. Thing about facts is that I have a fact about facts. Listen, listen though. This is a little known fact, but since I've been on my diet, right, since January this year, oh god. Um, one of my snacks that I that I eat now is pickles. But not yeah. like pickled onions, like proper, like, you know, like pickles, like, like gherkins yes. um, in vinegar. That is an interesting fact. Yeah. For sure, that. Now, right, now, but, but unfortunately, it, it does cause me to have, uh, like, a serious case of flatulence. Um, I'm <laughs> so glad you played that buzzer because I was just going to ask for <laughs> it. But my, my daughter now calls me Pickle Cheeks. Uh, oh, as, a nickname, as a nickname, that's due just to lovely. This, yeah, Alright, video games. You know, dude, on. you know what Stu's like, right? Any mention of like a fart or anything, and he's like, yeah, imagine if he has just, wind when, when he's out with Billy, she's like, "Dad, would you grow up? Come on!" Like, yeah. All her six-year-old friends are like, "Ah, farting," and he's like, "Yeah." But head, she's like uh, absolutely fabulous, Stu. You know, it, it, like Safi, the the, yeah. the sensible one, and the, the mom's the childish one. Yeah, or like Homer Simpson, man. Like she's Lisa. Oh, but at least now I know what to do with all those leftover jars of pickle juice. You see, I know what to do with them now. We are going to get to video games eventually, but um, yeah, we'll get to them now. Shut up, shut up. No, video no, before, games now. no, no. Before we do that, Chinny, Chinny, I was listening to the overseas connection, and uh, and you you were having a bit of issues getting your words out. I noticed on the That's show. That's funny, Stu. I happened to record. Did that you? Overseas connection. Oh, yeah, I have some Let's audio have of, of Chinny talking right here. But I, I remember the time there was a fireworks display in the village. I have a hard time understanding him. I was very, very drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was going on? Had you been taking drugs or something? You know, I it... was experimenting with uh, uh, a new form of ecstasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> so were you feeling ecstatic? Um, no, I was just—I don't know why. Like I was just in one of those moods where I just couldn't talk. Yeah, that happens, does it regularly? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Everybody's been like that. Well, you know, you get tongue-tied sometimes. Yeah, but not for like half an hour. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. What was this, an interview? Well, I'm just asking, that's all. An interrogation. Let me ask I you this. Like LA Jenny, Duong, right there. When you, were playing, when you were taking that ecstasy, were you also listening to crazy techno music? No. Yeah, that sounds great. That, that, what game's that from? Must be a good game, that. A stupid game. <laughs> I've been, I'm still playing it on my iPhone. I tell you, it's very addictive on there. Games! Oh, wait, you were talking about a game. Damn it. Yeah, it was a game. It was a game. It's a habit. Um, yeah, go on then, Duke. You can start us off tonight. What have you oh, been up to? Oh, my God. You know, uh, here's what I'm going to start with. You know how we had that thing in the forum recently where somebody asked, what are the stupid things you've done in the name of games? Well, sort of. I wrote an article on it on the blog. Right, that that. sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really an article, oh, wasn't it? Really. It was an article. It wasn't just like in the forums or anything. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, whatever. It wasn't really an article. Well, it was. It was a little bit of an article. I was talking. It was a blog. It was a blog. <laughs> <laughs> like anybody. <laughs> <fucking gives it. laughs> All right. So go, here's go, the thing: because I've spent the last week doing something really, really stupid for games. Oh dear. Um. Steam recent Steam right now as we speak as we record this podcast they are having an incredible sale. Have y'all been keeping track of this? Well, we've seen nope. it. Well, my computer doesn't run PC games at all, so I never look. Well, that's a good thing for you to recognize because I look. I went to Steam and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to run any of this stuff. I mean, it has some Mac games. I got Torchlight for seven bucks, which I thought that was pretty cool. Yay! That's good. Because you know, yeah, it's fifteen on Xbox Live Arcade. Now, stupid me. Two days later, they dropped the price to three dollars. So I'm like, oh, great, what is this? Make me vomit. Anyway, that's not the stupid thing. Here's the stupid thing. They had, on like the second day of the sale, or maybe it was the first day, they had Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for $2.50. Ooh, that's a good deal, isn't it? It was a great deal. And I was like, you know what? I've got a, a Windows XP virtualizer on my system. I could probably run that. It's an old game. Let's try it. I'll, what's the worst that'll happen? I'll be out $2.50, right? Yep, yep, right. yep. Right. <laughs> For the last week straight, I've been doing nothing except working on my book and trying to get that freaking game to work. Oh, my it God. It works just enough to keep me going. Like, I, I first started it, and it crashed, and I was, like, fiddling with the settings and all these different things, and it would, I'd be able to play it for, like, an hour, and then it would just, out of nowhere, crash. So I'm saving, like, every five seconds. And it's just like, oh, I feel like so, I almost can get this to work. So it, it is like an old PC game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God, it's so frustrating. So at this point, like, I've installed Windows XP, like, four times now, and I've oh spent hours my and God. hours getting updates and drivers and things, and it's Duke. not working. Duke. I need to just let it go. Give it up, Mom. On yes. eBay, you can buy this game for £3.70. Is that on the Xbox original, is it? On the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does run as well. It'll run yeah, that, Yeah, I know. know, I know. I should totally do it that way. Do you and know... Because- you know what? Anybody who's ever tempted to be like, especially on a Mac, you'd be like, I just run some game. But here's the thing: I have been able to run some games on my Windows installation. But you've been running better, like newer games than that, sure. No, I've been running older games. Oh, I thought you'd been running newer games than Kotor, because that's quite no. an old game. It is an old game, but but they re-released it, which is the thing. So I don't know, whatever. Um. So, I remember, I remember really doing that. I did that with Max Payne on my PC, and I could not get it to run. And the amount of times I uninstalled and installed it to try and get it to do it, 
See, that's the thing. It's so much work. And then they had, I heard someone say, hey, Team Fortress 2 is free. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder if I can run that on my Mac. Well, I downloaded it from Steam. No. No, I'm sorry, right? Three seconds and then it crashed. If you can't run KOTOR, what are the chances you're going to be able to run Team Fortress? Well, but I couldn't run KOTOR on the Windows machine. I was running Team Fortress on my... But it's got the same hardware in the background. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. Team Fortress 2 is running the Half-Life 2 engine, right? Yeah. You know what else is running the Half-Life 2 engine? Portal. Yeah, Portal. I can, though, run, didn't it? I can run Portal fine on my Mac. Yeah. So ah, it's so weird. bizarre what works and what doesn't. It's like that's just out weird. of nowhere. Ah, this doesn't work. That does work. And that anyway. is why we have consoles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to just say, like, you know what? The computer is not for gaming. The computer is for talking about games. The consoles are for gaming. And so researching one of games. Is all researching I games and lesson. talking about them. That is it. It stops them. Yeah. Exactly. Playing games. So anyway, but, but as I say, I did get some um, games to run on my Windows installation. For instance, I got Real Mist, and I've been playing that. Oh, my God. It's so cool because I've, I've been playing Mist you know, over and over again for the last 10 years. It's just so awesome. But here's the interesting thing. I, I never played Real Mist, and it's a totally different experience to be able to walk around in those worlds instead of taking them one screen at a time. So I was really happy with it, and I got it to work, and it was awesome, and I loved it, and it was you know, the same awesome. I was going to say, is it the same puzzles and everything? It is, but it's, it's, I, it's been a while since I've played it, and it was so cool to be able to walk around that way that I was just so enthralled by it. And then when I got done with that, of course, I was like, hey, I haven't played Riven since I first finished it. So I went and got Riven again from good old games, GOG.com, awesome site, and I played that, and that was awesome. I spent 24 hours finishing that game. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. And then I finished Dragon Age 2. Oh, how did you find the ending? Because oh, right. I got Torchlight, and I was like, I shouldn't start a new RPG if I haven't finished my other Rupuga. So I finished Dragon Age 2, and oh my god, if I thought the first Dragon Age game took a long time with the ending, Dragon On and Dragon On, this is like twice There's as dragon much. On it. Dragon On, ha, huh? get it? <laughs> uh, I get it. Funny. Yeah, uh, funny joke, dude. Funny joke, man. Nobody oh my god, and the ending, it's like, oh, and then the blood mage, or the guy who's accused of blood mage, is like, oh, we're not all blood mages, how dare you accuse us of that? And then he starts using blood magic, and we're like, what? If she wants me to use blood magic, I will. And then we had to fight him, even though we were standing on his side, and then here comes the Templar super commander, and she's like, you're not gonna stop me, and then she starts using the sword, which apparently lets her become a blood mage somehow, and then she gets these statues in the courtyard to start acting like huge robots, Oh God! It was so oh, by exhausted. the way, by the way, maybe you should give a warning about spoilers. Yeah, I was just going to say, spoilers. <laughs> I'm glad I'm spoiling that game for people. <laughs> Look, you might not care, but other people might care. Yeah, I sure. Too late. No one cares. No one cares about that. Oh, game. No one does now. Only we can edit this before it goes out. Well, I'm not even going to bother. It's your own fault for saying it. Yeah, well, I'm sorry if anybody got any Dragon Age spoilers. If you care that much about the main story, that's the thing. Is Some of the stories in that game are good. There's one mission called Tranquil, which actually kind of made me a little misty-eyed. I was pretty sad about that. That's a good story. BioWare knows how to tell a story, but they did not put their best storytellers on that main storyline. Ugh. Yeah, that's what Stupid. happens, you see. That's what yep. happens. So, yeah, that and Black Ops, and I played a little more Fear 3, and... Have you, played any, have you played any co-op yet? Have you had a go? Nope. Uh, you need to play some co-op. I'll play with you. I'll play, and you can come in my game as a co-op person. Eh. What, what, what interval are you on? Where are you up to? Uh, I finished the fifth section. 
Oh, I'm I on think. seven, so I'm a bit ahead of you. So it okay. would, you come in in my game, but I can help that makes, you. That means he's better than you, dude. No, no, it's just <laughs> no, it means he's wasting more of his time yeah. in a dumb game. I've just played more of it. It's not. It's not way. a dumb game. I don't know why I'm saying. That. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, well, yeah, it's a good game. It's not a great game. Well, I'll 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 go sandwich in the middle of four you. out of five. Yeah, sandwich in the middle of you two this week. Yeah, four out of five is a good score. Three and a half. Yeah, you can't have half because that makes. Sense. <laughs> you can't do that. Um. I'll I'll be sandwiched in the middle. I've been playing Fear again, low quite a bit of it. I've left it open a couple of times, so I've had you know a few co-op games with random people, and it's been pretty cool. And I'm sort of getting, I'm nearly at the end. I'm on interval seven, so there's only one and a bit to go. Uh, Something, like but I've really enjoyed it. I've liked the weapons. I've liked. There's another really cool bit that I'm sure you'll really enjoy, Duke, at uh, a point in the game. But I'll not tell you too much about that because yeah, huh? but there's another bit you're going to enjoy. I reckon. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's been a a, a bit you mean of the part where it goes the end. No, no, there's a good bit. <laughs> I'm just you know, kidding with you. I like it. Uh, but it is challenging. You know, yeah. There's no two ways about it. It's challenging, and you've you've got to sort of be a bit more tactical than just going running in and shooting at everything because you will get killed. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They they are pretty pretty crafty, and they'll you know like I said they will take you out. So yeah, yeah it's fine. Patience is a better part of valor with yeah, that. It's yeah, use a bit of patience. Um, Uncharted 3, uh, beta, beta, whatever the hell you want to... Oh, yeah. Uh, I downloaded that. Uh, played a bit of Deathmatch. Wasn't overly bothered about it because, you know, I'm not really that into multiplayer stuff. Uh, but it was good. Uh, they've added in a few new things. It doesn't look a whole lot different, but I didn't expect it to. You know, it, it's very similar graphically to the to, to number two. Um, but the map seems as cool as ever. The you know the the multiplayer seems as balanced as it was in the second one. Uh, they've added in some new stuff. They've they've obviously got all the perks back and you know leveling up etc. But they've added in this a little bit similar to Gears of War three. You know where just random events happen during the game. Uh, so there'll be a countdown, and then it'll be I can't think what it, I can't remember what it's called overplay or something of that nature. Uh, and there's a countdown, and then like for instance, all the enemies will be identified on the map or something of that nature or power play. I think it's called. Right. Uh, and I think you know it, it, I, I'm not entirely sure what sort of effect it or why you know which team gets it or whether it's just totally random. Uh, but it just gives you like extra abilities for a limited amount of time during the match. So that was quite cool. Uh, but tonight, I played quite a bit of the arena mode in co-op, and that was really good. I really enjoyed that. that Horde? Yeah, sort of, but it's, it's, again, it's, it's not like Horde because it's, obje- it's objective-based. Okay. Uh, so it is Horde, but then you've got stuff to do, and it cha- in this one, they've done it so it sort of rotates. So there'll be, you know, in the first one where you had to collect the gold, like capture the flag and put them yeah. in the cave. So there's that, but then there's also, like, it'll do that for a, for a round, and then the next round, it'll be defending an area in the map until the timer runs out. So there's, there's sort of lots of different, and I, I really enjoyed that. A lot of fun, a lot of... That's cool to have that kind of variety in a multiplayer game. Yeah, yeah. And it, Section 8, baby! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it worked really well. I was really impressed, so that's... Yeah. Step- how, many, how many players co-op is it? Uh, three. Is so it three players. Number? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three players, so it is a bit of <laughs> But it seemed to work balance-wise, you know, because, you know, when you were defending, you know, each one of you took a sort of an edge or a corner of it, and, yeah, that worked really well, so I thought that was uh, was pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get some more, and I, I do feel like I haven't played it enough this week. And, Duke, and this might be a bit premature, he says, uh, but I suggest you make next week's Play-Doh, or this week's Play-Doh, should I say, uh, Uncharted 3 beta, because everybody can download it from the free 30 days, and, uh, yeah, I reckon you should do that. Yeah, why not? Nice to see you. 
I see that. So there you go. I've preempted you because I've no idea what you had in mind, but why not? Why not? Uh, we can push yeah. what I had in mind back. It wasn't yeah. that great. Yeah, we'll get everybody on that and uh, hopefully everybody... get everybody excited for the play date. There, dude. there you go. There you go. Hey, everybody get excited for the play date. Uh, I've also played a tower defense game on the iPod Touch called Tower Defense Lost Earth. And it is, yeah, huh? is truly great, right? And I'm not sure whether School Duggery has got an iPod Touch or an iPhone. I think he has, hasn't he? Uh, I don't know. I haven't spoken to him for a while. I think he has. But Tower Defense Lost Earth, I can definitely see him playing the shit out of this. He is a really good Tower Defense game. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun. Lots of sort of, you know, towers. Lots of leveling up. The usual well, that's, stuff. That's essential for a tower. The usual stuff. But it, it just works really, really well. I've really enjoyed if playing it. there's no it. towers in a Tower Defense yeah. game, you're, you're interested. It's very quick. <laughs> it's very easy to change your towers. It's very easy to buy and sell. It's all like you can do stuff really quickly, which is obviously what you It'd need. It'd be a very zen tower defense yeah. game. It's a tower defense game with no towers. Exactly. But it's the really good. Isle Spirit. It's really good. So, Skullduggera. Recommendation for you, Tower Defense, a Lost Earth on the iPhone. Yeah, hook it up, man. Come on, what's your yeah, problem? 59p, so it's cheap as chips, less than a quid, and it's well worth chips. it. And it's there are levels. It's actually cheaper than chips. It is cheaper than chips. There's levels after levels after levels. I've scrolled to the end to see how many there are, and there's just, there must be over 100 levels. So, Whoa. yeah, I reckon that'll keep him busy for a long, long time. Um,. And then the last game I've been playing, and I took a bit of a punt on this, I've got to say, because I saw it in indie games, and I thought, huh. I, I played that Fortress Craft, and I, didn't, I wasn't that enamored by it. And uh, there's, a, there's yet another clone of... Uh, there's like 20 I, of them now, aren't there? Uh, and there's another one on its way as well. But this one's called Total Miner Forge. Um, and it looked just like Minecraft, so I thought, oh, well, let's give it a whirl. Because, you know, I really don't get what all the fuss is about with Minecraft, nope. you know. I see it, and people seem to play it for hours, and as I, nope. I, I don't They're get playing it. with with each other, not yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've been playing this game for hours. It's fair to say, and I don't know why. I've no idea why I'm playing it. I've no idea. I see. I can't get past that. I'm like, told, I hear that a lot. I don't know why it's so exciting. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not fucking with it. It's just the weirdest thing. Because you start off the game, right? And it, you need That's to read... That's what she said to me on the... F- no. You need to read the how... There's like a how-to... It's 240 points, so it's not going to break the bank. So it's not like a major amount of money. Um, but you start the game, and you've really got to read the how-to section to work out what you've got to do and how to do stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm done. But, but you get... <laughs> I'll go to school. But you get... The, it, it's quite educational, though. If it was for kids... I'm out. Kids playing, I'm it'd done. be educational. Because it tells you what every obviously element in the game and what it's used for in real life so he'll you know, say what carbon's mainly used for or you know whatever whatever the mineral so may be. out uh so so basically you get you you standard start off with a wooden pickaxe right uh and then you you learn how to make a workbench uh and then you learn how to and, and basically on the game you get a blue pointer in the game which directs you to blueprints and every time you get a blueprint, whatever's on the blueprint, you can then make, which might be... It's like the, the, the gathering and crafting elements of every RPG I've yeah. ever skipped. Yes. And, <laughs> and Yes, but it's great. And, but it's, it, I don't know. It's just totally addictive finding the next blueprint and figuring out what that's going to do. But there's obviously... It's mainly all about being underground with this game. So the area on top isn't that big, really. You know, it's a fairly big area, but, you know, you like get... irresistible you, force? You get wherever, you to where everything is. And then you have the... You, you're given two obsidian 
uh, stones to begin with, right? And you can pop, plop one of those next to the shop, okay? Uh, and they cost a lot of money, about 10,000 gold each to buy another one. Uh, but then what you basically do, you can, there's a few entrances to different cave systems within, like, the area you're in. And basically, you just start going down, looking for stuff, you know, finding gold, diamonds, whatever it may be, and obviously collecting stuff to build stuff on top. But you've you've got to dig down to find all the blueprints and all the stuff to to do. And I don't know, it's just addictive. And and what's quite cool, I was down like, and it's quite dark, you know. You can obviously make torches to dot around, so you can light up the areas you're in underground. But it's really creepy, and like this creepy music keeps on playing while you're underground, right? And I was playing this bit. The irresistible force. Well, listen, listen, right. Because that's a good song. Any house fans from back in the day? Not really. Yeah, that that wasn't really creepy. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I'd be kind of happy if that came up when I was a kid. I didn't realize there were any enemies in the game or anything, right? So I hadn't really been thinking about it. I'm just like digging around underground and it's all a bit dark. And and it's nighttime and they go, bleh. No, but, right, I'm sort of. I came around the corner in this cave. And all I could see were two glowing red blocks, like, moving around. So I knew it was an animal, but obviously it was dark, so I couldn't actually see anything. And it was proper, like, I just hurtailed out of there. I didn't even go to look what it was. Because I didn't, I only had a wooden sword, so I thought, if it's something hard, I'm going to get killed. So I went back, all the way back up to the surface, built myself, I bought some iron, built myself an iron sword, then I went back down to fight it, right? And when I got down, there were three of them there. And, and anyway, when I got some light on the matter, there were, were three, like, giant spider things that attacked me. I feel me. like, I feel oh, like yeah. you're telling a story to Millie, and I'm... Li- I know, I know. It was like that. <laughs> and then, and then to and add... then I attacked him. <laughs> and add, add to this, there's, like, keep having, like, mini earthquakes, right? So, like, just, like, blocks fall on your head and stuff as you're underground and stuff, right? And it's probably, like... And I got trapped, right? This, right? And this is, like, talking about stupid things you do as a gamer, right? I got trapped in this cave underground, right? So, And I was about 240 levels down or something of that nature, right? In this, like... Damn, oh, were you, like, this Chilean miners? Right, right, listen, right? Yeah. Did you wear glasses and they were sponsored? No. No, but... <laughs> But, right, okay, so I'm stuck in this cave, like, really deep, and I'd made, I'd, I'd got prepared, because you have to get yourself prepared when you go underneath, yeah. so I had, like, ex, like, you know, I'd made extra pickaxes, and... I'm closing no, my eyes too, but I'm still listening. <laughs> I know, right? So I started digging back to work, because I thought, so I, you can do an escape, so if you get trapped, you can escape, and it'll take you back to the surface, right? But when you yeah. do that, you have to leave all the stuff you've collected behind, oh. right? And then it'll stop there for, a, I think it's 10 minutes or so long, so you can go and pick it back up again if you get back down to it, right? Oh, no. But I thought, I'm not doing that because, God love us, I'll probably not get back down here in that time. So I started digging my way back to the surface from where I was. It took me 25 minutes to get back to <laughs> Just wow, like that, that's pretty silly, dude. Digging this huge hole because I didn't want to lose any of the stuff I collected, right? And then, and then on the surface you can make a chest and then store all the bits you've got in your chest that you don't need to carry with you and blueprints you can get rid of once you've sort of got them. And I don't know, right? And then I thought I'll go and look on the, you know, on the on the website for this game, see what other people are saying about it, right? Went into the forums, right? Some people are putting. Uh, was this such a such a blueprint? And someone put, oh yeah, I was at level seven thousand when I found that. Right, like seven thousand? Are you wow. joking? That's oh my intense. god! And and apparently there's all these huge lava pools when you get, and it goes through all the different layers of the Earth's crust and stuff, and you can obviously get to the to the lava in the middle and all this malarkey. Well, just... that that must have been a pain to research digging that far down. To... I know, I know, but it, honestly, it's really well done. It's really quite a cool game, and I and I don't know why. Like I said at the beginning, I have no idea why, but I'm What's finding. What's it called it, again? Uh, Total Miner Forge. 
I'm just finding it totally addictive and I can't stop playing it and I have no idea why I like it. No idea. It's just weird and addictive. That's the silly thing you've done for games, though. I know. I Dig know. upwards for twenty-four minutes. I know. I know, and I like, and I was quite happy to do it as well. And I got to. And do you want to? You want to hear the worst thing, right? I was literally. This is no word of lie. I was about three levels, and I could actually see this. So you get like a little mini map with, and it shows you where all different minerals are in the earth, so you know where to dig. Right. Got to get those minerals. And it's only in the near vicinity, though. It doesn't show you very far, but. I could see the sky above like, where I was, and I was like three levels from the top, and I ran out of pickaxes. Uh. So I had to then make another one. So I had to get my workbench out in this little tunnel and sort of make another, make another pickaxe to get to the break out the surface. And I was like, oh, well, there's no granite, because I can't do that with a wooden pickaxe. So. Oh, that's, oh. So, yeah, it's really good. I can only... And I don't know why, but it's just really cool. And I'll, I won't give it a try. It's definitely worth a look. And you find, like, the scrolls that just have these weird cryptic messages on that you find dotted around as well. And I don't know. It's 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 just very addictive. I don't know what else to say about it, really. Mm. You see? Addicted. So what have you been playing, Chinny? I'll talk about stupid things you do for games. Pinching naught point no no three of a second off a lap or off a race is what I've been doing. <laughs> is this uh, a sim racing thing? No, this is the need for speed thing. Oh. And I just like just I mean I haven't played my I haven't been playing my Xbox a lot uh, in the last week. Um but the last time I played I was playing Need for Speed and man I was just I was just pinching those little little seconds and uh, like you know, working. Is this just to beat somebody two. else's time, or because you're trying yeah. to make it? Yeah. No, to, to beat somebody else's time usually, right. um, and just just working out. Okay, I've got to do the. I want to keep over 200 miles per hour on this shortcut because I lose a lot of speed here, right. and so I get very technical. But I can't yeah. do that. I can't transfer that technical, strategic uh, thought and process into a simulation racing game. I don't know why. Uh, I've also. But don't you find that the racing in Need for Speed Most Wanted is or Hot Pursuit, is kind of simmy. Because that's what turned me off to it. Um, it's very... It's very heavy. Yeah. I think it's very heavy, but I don't... I, don't, I wouldn't say it's simmy. I don't know. It's I don't know. I just feel like compared to Carbon, it was so... I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I haven't really played a, race, a, a racing game for a while, so I don't really have mm. any to compare it to. But, like, I mean, you, you, hit the, you hit the wall, and you're still going 150 miles an hour. You know, it's like... Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, you know, that's still good. Uh, I haven't really played my Xbox since Thursday, so I haven't really played a lot. But I did. I, I was in game uh, not so long ago, probably Wednesday or Thursday, and I had that kind of itch. You know, you know that itch you get where you go. I've got to. I've got to buy something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I have to buy something today. Yep. Um, so I bought Mortal Kombat. Um, it is uh, the Mortal Kombat that like I mean I loved Mortal Kombat 2 that was my biggest one now, I used to play it all the time and it's it's probably what most people like Mortal Kombat 2 it's the it's the it's the one that everybody likes 3 seems to get a lot of love but no one likes 3 um, no, no one cool likes 3 sorry so it, it is exactly what what you remember Mortal Kombat being you know it's it feels like two and three, and you know um, all the characters look like they did in two and three, and they've done an, 
a, a good job of making it just ridiculous. I haven't tried the story mode yet. I've just been training. Uh, I haven't played it for very long, a, a long time. So the story mode. Well, like apparently it's meant to be like it's it's meant to be quite uh, dynamic for a fighting game, but yet ridiculous. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah. we know, right? The two genres of game, racing games and fighting games, you can't have a story really. It's just yeah. superfluous. That was well, a good not... word, weren't it? Do you like that? It's a good word. It's fancy. yeah. Well, that's yeah. the word of the day on your calendar. Um, yeah. Well, like there is a story mode, and I'm not saying it's going to be a good story mode, but what I've heard for a fighting game, the way it incorporates a story into a fighting game, it would be interesting if someone did a better job of that. But mm. how can you deliver a good story in a game where you can rip somebody's face off? I think the problem you've got is, I think the problem if you if you if you then put a proper story in. It would be like a third-person action game with fighting. Then wouldn't it? it? Would be. It wouldn't be a yeah. fighting game anymore, and that's the problem you've got. I know. Well, I, I'm not going to defend. The, I'm not going to really talk about the story. Thing. But apparently, it's pretty good for for a Mortal Kombat game. You know, silly, fun, and ridiculous. So I haven't really got that much into it, but it feels great. And I kind of knew, like all the moves for my the characters that I liked to be. I knew them all before even looking. So that's a good sign. Yeah, um, yeah. I felt very comfortable when I'm playing it. So yeah, it, it looks like it's it's probably one of the best Mortal Kombat games in in a long time. So I am I, I really want to get deeper into it. So yeah. So what, what do you think? What do you think of all the finishing moves and stuff? Are you you know getting all those in? I haven't unlocked many because you got to unlock some now. Like that's something new that you, you didn't have to do before. You get one oh, right, okay. standard and you unlock them as you go. Uh, and you know they're they're brutal and. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of them. X-ray mode and all that stuff. Yeah, the X-ray mode works fine. It's just, it's, it's like a meter. They borrowed that off Street Fighter where um, you got a meter at the bottom, and the more kind of blocks you do, or kind of the more you get your ass kicked, uh, it goes up, and that's kind of your saving grace. So if you press the right and left triggers, you'll do some move, and you'll like like it, you'll see the bounds in the body like smash and stuff. So it, it has borrowed some stuff from Street Fighter Four. Um, but, and, and just kind of, it's not overdone it, it hasn't like, tried to copy it or anything, it's just, it's just, it's just there, and it's not too much, uh, and it's, you know, it's fine, it, 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 the, the most important thing they had to nail, was that it had to feel like a Mortal Kombat game, and it does, so, it's good. Oh, well, that's cool, I mean, like I say, I'm not, I'm not, as you know, racing games, fighting games, not my thing at all, no. uh, but, you know, I don't know, I can, I guess people who like it, just like it, you know. Yeah, 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 you know, it is a. It, it's good for what it does. Yeah, it's it's a good fighting game. You know, it's Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat are two different things. Like Mortal Kombat is more, more button bashy, I suppose, and you know less technical. Whereas Street Fighter is more for the kind of like a hardcore fighting crowd. Um, and it, and uh, Mortal Kombat's realised that for many years now that it's not going to be this technical fighting game that Street Fighter is. Uh, but it's still great. It's still fun. Yeah, I mean it's the more. I mean the both are arcadey, but I think in some ways Street Fighters Street, like a more Street serious, hardcore. Like yeah. there's so many like subtle moves to like that you have to do, like breakers and you can do fakes in Street Fighter. You know what I mean? You can go to do one move and fake it and then do another. And not only do you have to be good to do it, but you also have to be good to realize that somebody's doing a move 
All right, you know, so you're, if you're playing somebody who, who can recognise that you're going to do a move and you have to fake it just to fool them, right, that's unbelie- That's a level of, you know, pro- professional fighting games that you, don't, you just don't yeah. want to enter. That's ridiculous. Right. So, I mean, yeah, and you're, you're a pretty good street fighter, aren't you? First. I'll, I'll go, well, I'm, I'm a pretty good street fighter and I'm pretty good at street fighter. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I, I'm okay at street fighter. I, I wouldn't say I'm a, a brilliant... Play. I'm, I'm, I'm alright. I'm, I'm okay at fighting games as well. I'm okay. I'm one of those. I'm, I'm alright at most games. Uh, but I'm, I'm jack of all trades, master of none, I suppose. Oh, I don't know whether you can say that. I think you're pretty good at uh, Geometry Wars, for instance. You know what I mean? Not really. Like, I'm not the top of my list on, on all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think if you put your mind to it like you used to and sort of get on, you know. I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't. I mean, I used to be pretty good at Call of Duty, and I don't play that anymore. I just don't play one one game enough. So before yeah. before we move on to the Unipick, do you, do you want to give a quick mention about the uh, Black Ops and how all that went? How did that? Go? It was great. We had a really good time. It was a great turnout. There were like ten people there, and we had to go into a private room because Ground War wasn't working. It never works. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. So cheers to everybody who showed up. And, uh, yeah. So did you do Team Deathmatch? Did you win? Did you win, Duke? We did some Team Deathmatch. And, yeah, we did pretty well. Until people from Reddit showed up and they started joining the other team. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so and not the reason just... we left when they showed up was not because they were killing us. Oh, yeah, right. We had too many people. We had to go to a private room. It yeah. had nothing to do with the you fact that they were that kicking it. our ass. Oh, if you say so. So they're not yeah. on my own. I reckon I could hold that. my own against Team Awesome. Yeah. On Call of uh-huh. Duty. Yeah. So, so what you say? <laughs> what you're saying is the Team Awesome at everything. Is that what you? They're pretty awesome at whatever they do. Yes. Oh my god. It's true. They're going to hunt you down now. Every game you play, they'll just turn up and <laughs> yeah. ass. Well, I went over to Reddit and I was like, hey, guys, we're having a Black Ops play date if you want to join us. So it's my fault for like yeah. inviting them. They, they came over with a big tin of whoop-ass for you. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's probably what they were doing as they were killing you. <laughs> probably. That's all they were doing. Uh, right, at this point... Um, we are going to take a bit of an early break because we haven't been... Well, I've been playing a little bit, and but we haven't played lots of anything really this week. Yeah, huh? A bit of a quiet week. Uh, but we are going to definitely, 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 definitely do Egg Timer Topics. Do you see how many times I said that? And just to make... That's right, because you promised. I did promise. So we're definitely going to do it. Uh, so I want to leave enough time at the end to do that so we're not sort of rushing at the end and we, we get in as many as we can. So we're going to do a massive amount of them, see how many we can do. Uh, so, yes... So, yes, Indie Pick this week. I wonder what Vlados has got for this week because I have no idea what she's got because, you know, uh, yeah, I wonder what she's got. Who knows? Let's find out. Vlados, what do you got? Indie Game Review. Review. Aloha, my people. Vlados here with a big dose of indie game goodness for your mind. This week we'll take a look at TIC Part 1 from Red Candy Games. This is a side-scrolling collect-the-coins action game, but it's got some twists. For one thing, you're collecting acorns, not coins. You play as a robot who is at war with some aliens who are invading the planet to extract oil, or maybe the aliens built you, or maybe there's some other origin story that I couldn't understand. Anyway, it's all a bit confusing. 
the cool thing is you're a robot and you have a drill and you can fly, sort of. The most important thing to say about this game is that the art is freaking amazing. One of the reviews on the Red Candy Games site said, I had to check and make sure it wasn't an Xbox arcade game, and this sums it up. The art is simply glorious, and you should download the demo just to see how polished and lovely it looks. Gameplay is not revolutionary, but it's fun enough. Sometimes it's hard to tell where to go, but it does a good job in general of pointing you in the right direction. So if you want a solid platformer with nice humorous touches and outstanding graphics, check this out. TIC Part 1 is 240 Microsoft points. Vlados out like a boy scout with the gout. <laughs> I like the sign-off, it was good. Oh my god. Where did she come up with these sayings? I've no idea. Really not. Uh, yeah, Chinny, what did you what did you think? Um it was alright. Looks-wise, it looked nice, but kind of the game itself, I, I kind of forgot about it, really. Like, I feel like I, I, I never played the game. It was very forgettable. Oh, that's not very nice, that's is it? it? Yeah, yeah. Harsh. Harsh, man. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> huh? Say it how you it see look, it. Say it how you see it. It's alright. Become an artist. Really? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was just, I mean, you know, this is one of the only 240-point indie games I've ever bought. Uh, the art style is absolutely freaking amazing. It's just like an Xbox arcade game. It looks, it could easily be an Xbox arcade game. And in terms of the way it plays, too, I mean, it's probably shorter. So, uh, you know, in that sense, I don't know if I'm going to get as much out of it as I would for an 800-point arcade game, but it's really great. I love the way it plays. I love the graphics. Um, you know, I agree with Lattice that there are some spots where it's kind of hard to tell where to go and whatnot because suddenly you have to go digging underground or jump into a hole or something. But I just thought it was really awesome. I, th- I had a good time with it, and I bought it to, you know, I don't know if I'll play it much, but, you know, I really wanted to reward Red Candy Games, and kudos to them. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I thought it looked great. I, I agree with you. I thought it was one of the best-looking games I've um, I've really seen. You know, on on the indie games, you know, and there are some nice looking games on it, but it just—I think what I always think is it just um, shows you what uh, what what they're capable of doing if they if they put their mind to it and use the tools as well as they can be used. You know, because I just think you know a lot of the time we think that the you know it's the tools that aren't capable of doing it, and and obviously when we see some of these games that do look that great. Uh, we realize that this can be done, but you've just got to be good at either, you know, you know, doing the art or, you know, programming or whatever. And it's just, I guess, the, the, some people are better at it than others, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, talking yeah. talking of, of the opposite, I've got an opposite game, uh, which I actually well, thought was quite fun, and I forgot to mention this. Now, I did play this for quite a bit. An opposite um, game. An opposite <laughs> to what? Well, an opposite to what's just been said. I played a game um, on Xbox Live Arcade called Half Minute Hero. Super Mega, yeah, I downloaded that. Super Mega I Neo Climax. So weird. Um, and is that it, it's yeah. the PSP. Yeah, it's, an, it's a PSP game, but they ported it to Xbox. Oh, and that looks like it that. could be an indie game. <laughs> it looks. Yeah. It's, a, it's an arcade game. That looks like it should be an indie game. Uh, and it was out in 2009 on the PSP, so it's quite an yeah. old game, really, I guess. Uh, really? But it's just the weirdest game you play, because you have literally 30 seconds to level up your character enough to beat the boss. Uh, and so weird. it is just very weird and you have to like but if you go into a it's not really it's half a minute but it sort of tricks you really because if you go into a village 
you, time stops, the countdown stops while you buy stuff and sort of, you know, mm. and then you have to go back out and fight stuff and you fight stuff really quick. Oh, I'm not sure about the credibility of this yeah. game anymore. And then when you get dead, when you die, right, you sort of get to try again, but I don't think you lose any of your level or you, you might do and you have to sort of work out the, the right way. It's almost like a puzzle game because you've got to work out the best order to do stuff in. To this get game's power. giving me promises that it can't Sounds great. Around. It is just the weirdest game. It's good. I, I would recommend you play it. Just I've heard, I've heard a lot of people seat. like it. Yeah. yeah. It oh, yeah. It's an interesting uh, It's a, the shortest RPG you'll ever play, but it isn't really. It's a big RPG, but in little tiny 30 second chunks. It's a very odd game. I bet, I bet Duke wishes Dragon Age 2 was in 30 yeah. chunks. <laughs> yeah, really. So, yeah, and it's automatic combat. You don't do anything with the combat, there's no manual hitting, it just hits. When huh. you get close to an enemy sort of thing, it just goes into this cutscene screen and... Yeah. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And then you either die or they die. Ha, no, yeah. ha, ha. Come on. Come so on. definitely, yeah, I forgot to mention that. But yeah, definitely worth a look on that. Um, so, okay, moving on. So, yeah, Tick. Uh, I know it's... I think it's just pronounced Tick Part 1, T-I-C Part 1. But yeah, definitely worth a look in. It's, it's an interesting I game. I thought it stood it? for something. I don't know. It possibly does, but I've not seen anything that it stands for, so it could do. Maybe it couldn't. Um, so, yeah, some good indie games this week. Some minor games, so you want to try that out, yeah? Bit of, bit of Minecraft. You want to know what all the fuss is about, because that's a total minor. And now TIC off the indie game, so there you go. Worth a look. Okay. So, yeah, new stuff. There's been quite a bit of news out this week. It's been a fairly busy week. Um, first thing I want to get to, uh, 3DS, Resident Evil on the 3DS. Yeah. Only one game save on the on the game. So, oh my goodness! So basically, Come I, on, yeah. I'm I'm finding it difficult to understand what the actual implications are because I've read a few articles based on this, um, and basically, you can only once you've saved, you cannot delete the save. So if you played this game and then wanted to play it again, you wouldn't be able to delete your original save and play it from a start from a fresh again. You'd have to play it through again with with everything unlocked um and the other issue obviously if you want to if someone wanted to buy this second hand it, you, you couldn't start a new game on it so you'd have to play you could play through the game again but you wouldn't it wouldn't save any of your progress or anything it would but it wouldn't save anything new it would just unless you beat the scores on your previous rounds from what i can gather so what i mean how ridiculous is that really weird it's pretty ridiculous very weird I mean, what what are people thinking, man? You know, I mean, Capcom have actually come out in the last couple of days and said they're not going to make that mistake again, but it's sort of a bit late, isn't it? Mm. Well, it seems just like an obvious mistake. But also, right, and this is something weird as well, because I, you know, I rented um, Pirates of the Caribbean on the 3DS. Right. It, he still saves the games to the cartridge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it comes with a two gigabyte memory card. So why a game still saving to the cartridge when you could actually save? Because I, if I buy that game now, I'm going to have to play the whole of it again. I can't just because the save that I had is on the rented copy that I had to take back to the shop. It's Nintendo, dude. They're shit with things like that. Do you know what I mean, though? Like they've I got a care. yeah, they've got a handheld now that I could do saves like any other handheld, but they still choose to save to the disc. To the Nintendo to the... are very stubborn. They're very stubborn with like online and games are saved and new franchises. They just stick to what they know and they very rarely go off. So like with 3DS and its design, save it to the cartridge. That's how it used to be and that's how it's worked so far. And you know, 
And he still got three saves because there were three save slots on the on the Pirates of the Caribbean one. And I think it's exactly the same on uh, on Ocarina of Time. I just, I just think it's weird, but at least on those you can delete the saves if you wanted to yeah, start again. Yeah, overwrite it or whatever. Yeah, overwrite it. But we obviously, as Millie found out many years ago, as we've talked about before, to her dismay, uh, you can soon write over saves. Unfortunately, um, I just thought it was weird, and I think I can't believe they've like Capcom have managed to do that and not really thought about it. I mean, there's a lot of cynical people been saying it's to stop second-hand sales of the game, um, but if I'm really being honest, I think it's going to harm it, you know, more than that in the first instance. Really, I don't think it's that. I think it's like they they missed something or they they I don't know. I think it's a slip up rather. I think it's like a glitch. Yeah, than, uh, no, I'm sure. That, if that was on a console game or something, they would patch it straight away. I think it's a glitch. Like they... But there is, I mean, I, I'm guessing they can't patch the games, but you can obviously send updates and stuff to the 3DS now. So, but obviously maybe, you, like, you mustn't be able to do it. Maybe that's a little it. bit beyond the, the, the updates. Yeah. See on the 3DS, you don't know. Do you? It must be, yeah. I can only think it is. Uh, okay, next thing up. Uh, original Crisis is to come to the PS3 and 360. Apparently, it's been uh, gone for, for ratings, you know, where they submit it to be rated. Oh, right. The ESRB. Yeah, so apparently it's it's going to be coming out on the on the 360. The game that could never run on a console. Uh, they, they, they said it would never run on a console. Never run on a console. Not and only I'm, is that running, but the sequel is as well. Yeah, and I'm sure, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm sure every PC gamer out there will be now screaming, going, ah, but it won't be up-resed as much as it was on the PC, so? and blah de blah de blah de blah de blah but it yes. will sell on the like console. anybody fucking gives a shit. I don't know whether it will sell. I don't know whether I, are you bothered. I don't know whether I'm that I bothered. I think people will buy that. Yeah, I think Crisis Two sold pretty well. Do people you think? Do you think this would have come out if Crisis Two hadn't done as well? No, probably not. No, I don't think it would have done. I think they've gone. Ha! Ah, let's I get this Cro- out. But Crisis Two did pretty well. I think if they bring this out, cut price. You know, sort of yeah. £40 instead of £60 or whatever, and, you know, $30 yeah. in America instead of $60 or whatever. Some, like, extra missions or something. Yeah. Well, you don't need to because it's a massive open world, isn't it? It's like a Everybody, sandbox first-person They need shooter. a little bit of something extra. I don't know. Yeah. Like, some, I don't know, some extra guns or something. I don't know. I, I think we can all agree that Crisis 2 sold pretty well. It was, from what you two have said, it's a decent enough game to, it's, to, to get the respect that it deserved. So I think it'll do all right. Why yeah, no, I totally agree. Next up, uh, Limbo is also coming out on the PS3. Yes. Yeah, yes, Limbo, that, yeah. finally coming to the PS3. Limbo, Limbo. So all those PS3 people out there who didn't get a chance to play this, one of the greatest arcade type games uh, that's come out in recent years, I would have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would be shocked if anybody is disappointed with it because we, I mean, we all loved it, didn't we? You know, it's yeah. one of one of the great games out. One of those there. rare games that you find very few people disliking. Yeah, it's universally, isn't it? Really, I think most too I'm, short and too. Well, much who cares? Though. Who cares? I don't think that really matters, does it? You know, it does. It doesn't. To me, length of a game doesn't matter. If it's, I'd rather play three hours of something really epic uh, than twenty hours of something shit. You know what I mean? You know, that's the way yeah. I look at it. Why would no, you want yeah, to play some crap for 20 hours or something brilliant for we, three we've hours? We've all talked about this before and we all agreed. Yeah, I think we do. Um, okay, next up, Gears of War 3 leaked. Uh, torrent. Uh, people playing it, uploading to YouTube, uh, levels that haven't been shown, uh, spoilers, multiplayer, bits of all sorts of stuff. Good for them. 
What do you think of this? Um, it's sad. I think it's sad. I think it's a shame. And I think it's a shame for the guys at Epic that worked really hard on this. Uh, I hope it doesn't affect them on the long run. But and I'm sure it won't. Really. But you've the got to control. you've got to ask where did this come from? Because this is obviously um, originated, and the only place this should this could have come from is from Epic, isn't it? Really, someone inside well, look, the studio, you would think. Right. Look, look pirate, pirate versions of games come out all the time. It's just very rare that they come out this early, Stu. So, which means that the game's pretty much done. Yeah. Um, because you know they've had so much time to work on it, or they might have some tweaking on the online side of stuff, but. Uh, it, it, it's just it's weird to come for it to come out this early. So that, that's but what, what I'm saying is though, somebody at Epic must have either taken money to sort of give this to somebody, or it's got. No, to, well, no. how have they got it then? Where's well, it? some it's, you know some people get like things like you know through family or something, and then somebody goes into the wrong hands or it's in a room. And... Yeah, somebody at Epic will have made a fast book by leaking this. No, out. no, I disagree. I absolutely disagree with that. Well, I don't know how else it's got out there. No, I don't think anybody would do that. Uh, 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 epic. I reckon it's in somebody's house, and then somebody else took advantage of it. Well, money talks, Ginny. You should know that yeah. in this day and age, people will pay. If people, you know, will pay money for something, somebody will get it for them. I don't agree. Well, I, 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 I disagree. I think that's this. We're is... never going to know, so unless it comes out. Well, maybe. apparently they're, they're trying to find out at the moment. There's been a massive investigation, and the FBI and sort of lots of security. FBI. Uh, so they're looking into it, and you know they're taking it very seriously that you know this has been leaked. Um, and I think, yeah, I agree. I think it's a shame that it's out there. And so what they're saying is, uh, word of warning to anyone: be careful what videos you watch on YouTube if you don't want to know any spoilers details. Uh, or which I, I, podcast I, too, if you don't want Dragon Age two spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I don't, think, uh, I don't think it's going to affect the sales of it too much, though, because uh, I still think it's going to sell brilliant. Because people who are going to pour it. On the Xbox or on, on the PC or whatever, they do it anyway. You know what I mean? They, they do it anyway, so that's always factored in, no matter what game it is. You know, um, but like as as far as like sales-wise, when it comes out, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a big event. A lot of people are going to buy it and play it. So I don't think it's going to affect um, Epic in the long run. Really, it's just a bit of a hiccup more than. Um, next thing up, uh, Brink DLC, which is coming out any time now, I believe. I, I don't oh. think it's up yet, uh, but it's coming. It's going to be free for the first two weeks. Okay. Oh, what a shame! I already sold the game. Yeah, I think it's a good idea though to do this. I think because of all the negative press, better give something free. Yeah, I think it's. I think this is a good move by by the developers. I'm being honest. I think it's a good move. Yeah, when are they going to fix the servers now? Well, apparently that's been done. Apparently they fixed. Uh, I wouldn't know. It's a sign that your game shit when you have to give away the DLC. Like you know, that's like a we know it was wank, sorry, <laughs> kind of thing in it. Bless them. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think it was wank. I think. I think it didn't get off to the best of starts because of all the network issues for a start off. I think that and the sorry, poor AI. It was wank. It was wank to begin with. And Here's I think, a cake. Yeah, now they've got it fixed. They're like, here, they're, they're throwing some cake to people to hopefully either. Cake. Anyone want cake? Reinvigorate the people who are still playing it and also hopefully no bring new people in. Everybody got off though. Uh, I'll just eat the cake myself. Oh, that's funny. It's good cake. I'm, I'm free sure cake. it is. You got the free <laughs> cake? It is. Oh. Um, now then, people in America are, are muchly enjoying Trenched, as we know. Is muchly a word, Duke? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it can work. Yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a creative license type of thing, but whatever. There you go. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, enjoying trench. Are you still enjoying this? Do you played it anymore? Yeah, no, no, I played the demo. I didn't buy it. It's love, good. Uh, I got I think, close to buying it, but ooh. I think Duke's got ADD. Like he's like, no, <laughs> I, I love this game. Ten minutes. And then <laughs> well, I got. Alan Tang syndrome was what I got when I got the Simpsons game staring at me in Fear 3 and I got two games out from Gamefly, one of which I haven't even talked about since I got it three weeks ago because I haven't even played it yet. And then I got Steam offering me games for $2 and then I got all these Mac games. It's just too much. Yeah, and then there's all the upgrading of your Mac so that you can actually ah. play the Steam games. Ah. Um, but yes, it's come to light as to the reason why it's been delayed in the, in the EU and, and UK, so why we haven't oh. got to play Trenched yet. And it's due to a board game called Trench uh, that has a copyright license for the name. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, and as a result, the the only way that they're going to get it released uh, in this country or in the EU is by changing the name of the game. Wow. Uh, yeah, apparently. But to do that, they've actually got to change all the references in the game as well. So they oh, can't just change it. the title and that's that. They've got to change. They didn't check stuff. this beforehand. Obviously not. Obviously not. But it's been apparently held by uh, a Portuguese board game designer, Rui. Alpio Monterio or Montero uh, since 2007 and the trademark covers not only board games but computer games as well which is likely the problem for Double Fine's XBL uh, I would have thought there would be game. somebody whose job it was to check and see if they have you know clearance in the different places they plan well, to sell it for the name of it you gotta think Double before Fine's they start a, developing it Double Fine's a pretty small uh, independent developer right I don't want to hear to- that Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Right, and look, they have different publishers for each game they do, and then they probably approved it in America and it was okay, and therefore, oh, well, probably it'll be fine in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, and apparently, when uh, one or passed them to comment, they, they said they had nothing to say, citing legal reasons. So it sounds like it's possibly well, true. What can you say about that? <laughs> yeah. uh, we can't use the name because somebody else has got it. What? Well, I think it's a big undercover operation. Where? Well, <laughs> uh, which is a shame because the only people who are losing out are us people who want to play it and cannot. Yes, the most important people is, in the world, the British. A, a really, a bit of a, a shame, I've got to say. Okay, next up, I thought I'd just mention, Chini, especially for you, because you might not have seen this, what's, what's on at Eurogamer so far, so what we're going to get to play when we uh, get to okay. I thought what's been confirmed up to now, there's, there's quite a few things been confirmed. Let's see if you get what's excited. So let's see if you get okay, excited. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you um, uh, yes, no, and meh. Rating. Okay, okay. So let's run these down and see what you're most excited for. We're definitely so, going to do Ectoma Topics. Okay, yeah, don't worry, we'll, we will have time for that. Not yet, shut up. Okay, so, first game, here we go, Ace Combat Assault Horizon. No. Okay. <laughs> Battlefield 3. Meh. Really? Well, I'm, I'm, meh. Gosh. I'm going to play it anyway. This is my thing, I'm going to play it anyway. You don't want to stand in line for two hours to play it for ten minutes? Exactly, I'd rather play it when it's out, <laughs> then I can play it as much as I want. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, next up, uh, Dark Souls. Meh. Meh. So name. We so. said meh. Okay, okay. Uh, FIFA 12. No. Definitely. <laughs> but we've got to stop taking the mickey out of people who like that game. You know, because... I don't take the mickey out of people who like that game. I take the mickey out of the game. Well, true, but we no, do. I don't hate the player. We do associate it. We do associate it with the I want Britain to be about British, to be fair. I want Britain to be about British. 
I, I don't take the p- piss out of everybody that plays that game. I take the exactly. piss out of most that people. That guy obviously plays FIFA, but not everybody who plays FIFA is that guy. Well, you don't know for sure he plays FIFA. I play FIFA. <laughs> I play FIFA. But, but Stewie yeah. probably fucking does, though. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I don't disagree, but you don't know. Come on, seriously, if you're at uh, Buckingham Palace or whatever, and, and you hear somebody going, Hey, what the hell's wrong with this place? That's probably an American, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not every American's going to do that. No. That is and, true. Uh, like, and to be fair, I'm not basing my FIFA comments off that clip. It's an, a true story. When I went into game, two guys, all they said was, FIFA, I want FIFA. Right, and they go, would you like some Xbox Live points? No, don't worry. FIFA is equal more FIFA. Yes, oh, so. and plus it's true. So whatever, FIFA. <laughs> is it true? It's definitely true. Yeah, it's definitely true. Okay, uh, okay. Next one up, Inversion. Have you heard of this? I've not heard of this. Um, I don't know. I've not heard of it. Inversion. So. Meh. I don't know. Uh, Jew, you can look this up while we're talking because obviously you're not going to your game. <laughs> I don't need to talk. You're not doing anything. Uh, you don't care. You look up Inversion, see what that is. Nam, nam okay. Game. Okay. Uh, next up, Mass Effect 3. Inversion yeah. is an upcoming third-person shooter video game for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. It features destructible environments and gravity manipulation. Oh, well, that's all new then. So some Yeah, yeah. brilliant <laughs> new concepts. Yeah, great. Uh, Mass Effect 3. Meh, because... Sorry, I got chocolate in my mouth. Because... <laughs> uh, Mass Effect 2 was the, the first Eurogamer that we went to. Remember, Stu? That's right, I do. And I, do. I kind of looked at it and went, yep, yeah, I'll get around to that soon. But you were all on media blackout. I don't want to play it. I don't want any spoilers. Oh, I don't want to play it. Well, Adrocki was. I wasn't that bad. I was looking at it a little bit. I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to this. I want to give this a play, see what, see what it's like. I want the new... What's new? Okay. Uh, next up, Need for Speed, The Run. I'll give that a go. I'll have that a go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not bothered, but, you know, arcade racer or possibly arcade simi racer with weird yeah. time, quick time events between races. Do we get another t-shirt out of the Need for Speed guys? Yeah, let's see if we can do that. We'll have to see Come how on, many mate. Come on, you prick. Come on. Um, okay. Ninja Gaiden 3. Um, meh. No. Definitely not. I don't know. I'll give it Sorry, a look. I was drinking Lucas. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing, look, I'm dropping sponsor deals. You know, he's talking about adverts. I'm in sponsors <laughs> yeah. with LucasAid at the moment. So, LucasAid, Orange, yeah, Galaxy. Is that George Lucas? No. Um, I will promote that guy. He's an idiot. Hey, with the <laughs> yeah, duck. Idiot. What a fluke. Yeah, whatever. This Star guy is an idiot. Star Wars was a fluke and he knows. Anyway. Uh, what was it talking about? Ninja God? No. Nah, nah. From what I've heard, it's terrible. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, this is the, this is next up. This is the, you know, opposite of FIFA or the rival Pro Evolution Soccer 2012. Nope. Nope. Okay. Next up, Rage. Playable. Playable. Yes. Yes, definitely yes. I'm going to be playing the shit out of that. So yeah, Rage. I'm gonna maybe go and have two. Who's gonna bring like a fake mustache and like get back in line? I am. I'd like to play uh, this. I would like to play. You know, you can play as long as you want. Oh yeah, but I'm really somebody <laughs> else. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be going for that for sure. Yeah, playable, rage playable. But I'm not surprised because they were there last year, and I think they supported it, so that's good. The, 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 the creative director of the place was handing out teams. It was, it was cool. Well, it was a just, legend. Yeah, it was a legend. It was brilliant. It was, it, was one of the, it was one of the best press events we went to. It was, yeah, it was quite a nice guy. It was really good. Uh, okay, Ridge Racer Unbounded. Ridge Racer! No. No. No, I'm not bothered. I'm bothered. Don't care. Okay. Uh, Silent Hill Downpour. I'll give that a try. Yeah, I'll give that. I'm, I'm looking forward because obviously the Silent Hill HD collection is coming out, so I'm going to definitely give that a whirl. Yeah. You know, and, and be scared, hopefully very scared of stuff. So yeah, they said, yeah, this looking good. Give that a Scared. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Playable. I'll give it a go because I'm never going to play it in real life. So. Yeah, and we'll have to play it on a PC, presumably. Ugh. Ugh. Well, it's got to be. It's a PC game. You can't play it on the old 360 when it's for the PC only. Yeah, uh, apparently, the... it's not Cultural 3. It's Cultural 3, 4, 5, and 6. All together. Uh, and then the last one that is confirmed is Tekken Tag Tournament 2. <laughs> Whatever that Ew. is. Arcade Cabinet. No, it's going to be a shit Euro gamer this year. <laughs> well, them, I mean, these are only the ones they've released. So yeah, they always these are yeah. the hot titles, man. A lot more. These are the hats. Um, I'm more interested in like, games that I know is coming, obviously, but I, I don't know how they're going to play. So I need for Speed, the Ruin, obviously, uh, is one, and then like, Silent Hill. Like, uh, you know, no one, we don't really know much about those games, and they could be good. They could be. It's the B movie games I'm interested. Well, what about Bioshock Infinite? Surely that could come, shouldn't it? No. Well, yes. the thing is, right with Mass Effect, Bioshock. Like, Bioshock probably is a little bit of an exception, but Mass Effect Three, right? I am going to buy that game. Yes, I might play it a year late. But I'm going to buy it, and I will play it. There's no doubt about it. Battlefield 3, I will buy it day one, and I'm going to play it. There's no, I'm not going to queue up, like we were joking about earlier. I'm not going to queue up for that. I might look at it and go, looks cool. You know, but, like, who cares? Like, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, no, true enough. True enough. Um, talking about Portal 2 things, like, me and Duke wasn't looking at Portal 2 because we know we're going to buy it. and we just wanted right. to... Talking of Bioshock Infinite, um, it's on Spike TV exclusive this week isn't it the right. behind closed doors demo uh, which was about 15 minutes of the game they're going to show and I think it's also going to be on game trailers as well so it's going to be on game trailers and Spike TV to sort of you know as a as a sort of exclusive um, they did show us a tease the first two minutes have you seen this uh, no. the two minutes of this demo it did look kind of cool I've got to say I've got to say it did look rather excellent um and and they've got they've definitely getting it you know the cinematography and sort of um, framing it like a movie you know rather yeah. than rather than a game and I think it's going to be really good you know yeah, yeah. I, I think um, Ken Levine's got enough um, weight behind him now to for to, for people to kind of for, for for publishers to let him do what he wants to do you know he's reached a level where publishers are just saying. You know, just take as long as you want, make the game, make it good, and he'll do a good job. So, uh, again, like, I, I don't think I'm going to be a media blackout. I don't know about you, Duke, but I, yeah. I'm definitely not going to like actively look for every single second I can get of this game. Yeah. I'll probably play it when it comes out and really enjoy it. But, as you know, I, I like to be kind of, when I play a game that I really want to play, like L.A. Noir, I want to be, uh, you know, absolutely, like, thrown, like, thrown a taken back with what they've got to offer I don't want to find about this feature and this feature like leaked out you know progressively I want it to be all in one like how they wanted me to find out about it you know so it's it's kind of Bioshock's going to be good I know that but 
we'll get there in the end. Yeah, it's a bit of a catch-22, really, isn't it? Because you want to find out a bit about the game, but you don't want to find out too much. You know? I don't know if I want to find out a bit about yeah. the game. I found out as much as I want to find out. Yeah, it does look well, good. You, you, you're a whore for that kind of thing. I am. I'm trying to stop yeah. it, though. I must admit, I'm trying to be less sort of... Yeah, think, when you start really posting 10-minute think... gameplay videos oh, tomorrow... Well, I'm like, gonna, I was, we'll that's, I'm coming back on to that in a minute. <laughs> I really think now... For, 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 I really think for the game journey, you should stop. I know. Well, I'm going to come on to that. I am going to come on to that. I think you should stop, dude. I think I, think I you know. should stop doing it. I know. I'm, 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 I'm going to play it. Yeah. So who cares? I know. I know. Um, okay. Before before we get on to that, uh, DC Universe uh, could become free to play, apparently. Well, I think that'd be a good move if I'm being honest. That's not a good sign for the game, though, is it? It isn't, but I think it's a good move. But there's a reason that they're doing that is because it isn't been as successful as they wanted. Well, to. and that's because that's the way of a lot of MMOs. Didn't World yeah. of Warcraft just say that? Yeah. Do that? Well, Team Fortress 2 is doing that now. I mean, that's just the way of the world now. What I don't understand is though, they they obviously publish free realms and that's free to play and that obviously works. Why on earth would they, they release one that isn't on that sort of basis? I don't get it. I don't I get why they're just trying to see if it would catch you know try it with pay and maybe it'll do awesome and you'll get a lot of money and if it doesn't then you can drop it back you can't go the other way but the other problem have a million people sign up and they go oh you know what we're now going to charge but the other problem with it is you you couldn't buy it second hand or or trade it in afterwards because the disc was locked to the console that you you like put it in so once it once it's been activated on a console it can't be activated on any other afterwards yes you know what I mean? So they're not going to get any second-hand ones out in the market, which I guess is the you know way of making people buy it new. But unless they've got a good you know way of doing it, they're not they're, they're then cutting off all those potential other subscribers who could buy it second-hand and then subscribe anyway, aren't they? Yeah, you but know, they could get everybody back who bought the game and then do microtransactions. Yeah, no, and I think that is a bit, and I would probably be more interested hats. in giving it a whirl. You know, everybody my- likes hats. Everyone likes hard special suits, powers, all that sort of stuff. And I think it's prime for microtransactions. You know, superheroes. They could sell loads of little stupid things, couldn't they? But no, Duke was right. They have to charge first. And also, consoles, it's a different market. They don't, console players don't know what they're getting into with an MMO. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I'll give it a go. It's a different audience. Yeah. No, so I- they tried it, it failed. Let's just give it away for free. Yeah, I I might give it a whirl at free. I could play it free. You know, I'll, I'll play an MMO for free. I don't yeah, mind. I'm sure they'll do it as a download. So yeah, I'll definitely fuck it. I'll give it a whirl. Okay, yes, I have got a little story. I've got a little story. Oh, here we go. Um, don't don't please. I was down in the mine, and then suddenly I realized there was. I was, spot- <laughs> I was seven thousand levels down, right? And my wife, she calls <laughs> me up. She wants me to go to the bloody surface in five minutes. Thank you, goodbye, much love. So fuck off, love. There's no fucking way. <laughs> so don't basically, take, don't take me on a story. With, Talk to yeah, me. Let's, let's do the story. Don't so, take me on a journey with this story, please. So, uh, well, <laughs> you may get taken on. So basically, last week, uh, the beta beta, however you pronounce it, started for journey. Okay, and I, I am, journey I am began. pretty desperate to play this game because it just looks so cool. But anyway. Right, the the criteria for being chosen as a as a beta tester or beta tester is uh, that you uh, were an early adopter of flower. So an early adopter of flower. Is that a tick for you? Right, right, sucker okay. here, ready to play I, this game. I bought it day one and finished it the same day. Oh, not early enough. On the city. <laughs> early adopter of flower. Ding. Yeah, ding, ding. Done. And the PSN subscriber. 
ding. Good jam. So I thought, I'm bound to get a code in my inbox. I've been, you know, I was avidly watching, you know, waiting for that message to come over over my, you know, PSN, and it and never came. So I was very unhappy. Uh-uh. Uh, so I tweeted on the Twitter and said, ah, this is shit, this, you know, I, I ticked all the boxes and I still didn't get a journey beta code buggers and all this and then gh rocker tweeted oh Stu, if you're interested they're giving away codes at ign now every 20 minutes or so they're actually putting codes up and if you get them in quick enough you can you'll, you'll be able to get in because i like, people at ign oh my god what a nightmare right so it goes on the site and obviously the first ones had obviously is gone this another stupid things we do in the name yeah of this is this story? is how the story started <laughs> oh, it's like a so, meth addict desperation story uh, right so i'm so i was editing the show so i was editing give me, the give me, give me give me give me and i was clicking refresh at the same time on ign for the next ones to come up right when they came up right i copied pasted into a Word uh, document and then printed them out, right, and then legged it in the living room and was trying to put them in. Okay. So the first time, and it, it was like seconds after the deadline, so I'm thinking I'm bound to get one if I'm really quick. So I like ran Wait, it. Stu, sorry, hang on. Wait. Yeah. You know there are people sitting there with laptop computers right in front of the thing. I know. I know. So anyway. that time is, that's a minute at least. I know. So anyway, right, so I thought I'll pick some from the middle because people will start at the top. But probably everyone thought they'd pick from the middle because that's, anyway. Oh, the psychology of trying to beat other internet trolls to get I this know. free code. So it like didn't a bunch ha- of cheapskates sitting there with copy and paste. Come on! So it didn't happen. It didn't happen, right? So I was like, ah! So I went back, so I carried on. Refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes later, the next lot are put up. And they, they were doing them about, you know, 30 or 50, you know, 30 to 50 at a time. So they were doing them in quite a big load, right? So I copied, pasted into Word. I'd left the PSN on the on the input page ready to go for the code and everything, right? Click print, printer out of ink. And I was like, no! <laughs> so, so they're like, <laughs> scribbling codes down on a piece of scrap paper, right? And on the off chance that I might pick one someone hasn't used and... Uh, it was just a debacle, and I did that for over an hour, and it was just the most oh, ridiculous man. thing I think I've ever done. And then you saw your suitcases on the front lawn, and think. your wife went, I'm leaving you for a chip and And I really, honestly, I really felt like, what the in hell am I doing? What am I doing? Why am can't I doing you, I can't you... Um... Someday it will. Uh, yeah. Can't you... Copy and paste them into like a. Don't they have like no. on the browser that you? No, can... you have to input them in twelve-digit codes. What a jip! Because when they give out like codes on Twitter, uh, I never win them because everyone's quicker than me. Um, I just get like an Xbox dot com thing ready, and I just yeah. copy and paste them. So I was just like, ah! So I was very on. Un- oh yes, what are you doing? Oops, sorry. Sorry, sorry that's nothing. Uh, that was just bloody iTunes decided to give me an update that there's a new version ready. Bugger. It made me think it had stopped. So, yes, it's fair to say I was very unhappy and sort of like, and then realised I was just doing the most stupid thing. So I thought I'd write about it on the site, you know, and sort of see, you know. Vent. Yeah, invent a little bit. But apart from that, I thought the, a couple of days later, I thought I'll have a look, see if anyone's put a video of it, so at least I can get an idea of what it's going to be like. And I found a 10-minute video of the opening of Journey. And, and I've got to say, it looks brilliant. Of course it does. It does. Um, it does. I don't know that I would agree with that, Stu. <laughs> oh, get I lost. hate to be the contrarian here. Don't Whatever. get me wrong. The graphics are great. 
It what are you doing? Beautiful, You're hopping around on some sand dunes. No, man, it's cool. Did you see the flying stuff? And, oh, yes, there's oh. little scraps of fabric flying around. It's flower, but you're walking around in a desert well, no, I floating think around as a I, flower. I think there's a combination of flower and flow, if I'm being honest. Okay, fine. Let me revise my statement. That 10-minute video is flower in the desert. Yeah, I look great, but I love flowers, so why am I not going to love this? <laughs> Well, it's not to love. As man. long as you know what you're getting, that's fine. I just don't want the no, listeners to think that there's some different new is, thing in this there video. Is a, you there, showed there is us. a massive difference between the the not in that case. video you showed us. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's like any first person shooter. The mechanics are the same, but the actual game itself is different. And the mechanics um, this is similar, but the actual it's a completely new setting. It's a completely different <laughs> story. There's there's obviously other elements. So of not in that video, there wasn't no story. There was wandering around, jumping up on stuff, and pieces of fabric go flying around, and then no, it was activating, them or something. activating statues and all sorts of weird stuff. Was right? Activating. I'm guessing. Yeah, watch the first doing two what? minutes. Touching them the same way I you did, do in right, Okay. And did you watch the whole ten minutes? Because I bet you did. Yes, I really did. Oh, yeah. So you and did. At the end, the, it's like a boss it. touching a thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? <Otto? laughs> touch a boss it, instead of Otto. you know. What did you do? Do you read him a sensitive poem or something? Well, it's really hard to tell what exactly well, you're doing at the end there, other than there's more pieces of fabric that become part of your cloak or something. But the difference between this and flower is that you can go, there's different things you can find or miss if you're not sort of, if you don't explore the environment you're in. That's probably true. You know, which obviously you couldn't in flower. It was pretty, you know, yes. although it, was, it felt open, it was quite linear in what you had to do. In this, it yeah. seems a bit more open. It's uh, sort of like a sandbox version of Flower. It is, it is. <laughs> but, they've, but they've also got this other cool uh, cool element. Did you see how they stuck? I, I watched a couple of... You can also kill prostitutes, by the way. I didn't mention that. Uh, <laughs> but there was a couple of interesting... <laughs> A, I'm back in. I like this. Guy. Yeah. There's a couple of interesting things that they've done to stop you going further than you should do, which I thought was quite cool. So instead of having the usual invisible wall, you know, where you get to and you just can't go any further, uh, in this it's sort of like a, a bit of a sandstorm blows up and obviously pushes you back from where. That's you, it, really. You're selling the game with that. And the the other thing I think oh, the other thing I think you forget is going to keep putting stuff out there no, no. until something sticks. I think the other thing you're forgetting is obviously with Flower you were just playing the wind, so there was no actual character in the game as such. You were oh just, yeah, that, that's its main oh. problem. And with this, it, there's it's sort of humanized. They're not humanized because it doesn't really look like a human, but there's an actual character in the game, and I think that'll make a big difference. Well, that's a start, I guess. You know, than just sort of playing the wind as such. But yeah. it looks glorious. I'm sorry, but, you know, it's one of the most beautiful looking games I've seen in a long time. You know, it just looks Stuart, aesthetically very pleasing. I don't care. I don't care. Stuart, please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. This don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. YouTube. This game is all about the aesthetic details. And like I said, it I'm looks fantastic. It looks, it looks great to play as well. It looks interesting to play. Well, maybe that's true for you. I'm not at all interested in the gameplay here, but I admit that that 10-minute video doesn't really show us much. So, you know, if I were developing the game, I might have picked a different 10 minutes to show off. But that's Well, to be me. fair, but this, this has been leaked online by someone playing the beta who's videoed themselves playing so it. So this is an illegal video then? Yes, pretty much. You didn't this say is... that in the post. Yeah, well, this isn't... This isn't you need uh... to indicate uh... illegal posting. It just says journey beta gameplay. It's not illegal. It's just someone's filmed themselves uh... playing it. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell the pretentious game. It's going to be all exploration and cool stuff, so it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, it looks cool. I don't care what you say, it looks cool. It does look cool, but, I mean, it looks... I don't know. 
I, parts Perfect. of it look cool. I think the jury's still out on the gameplay because we haven't been able to play it. When the demo comes out, then we'll be able to say. It looks smooth. I mean, it- and I'll be the first one to download the demo. Don't get me wrong. I thought Flower was interesting. I thought there were some neat things about it. I think this is more interesting. Anyway, getting back to the point, anyway, because I did that really stupid thing of trying to get that. Uh, so then I thought I'll put a post up and just put some other stupid stuff I've done. But before we go, right, because we had 28 replies to this uh, to this post of stupid things, that people, and some of them are very stupid, I've got to say. So I thought it'd be quite interesting to read a few of these out and, uh, I guess, name and shame some people for the stupid things they've done along with do, me. Do you- Want to read them all out, or do you want? No, no, we can take it in turns and read a few out. But uh, before we do that, so what? I mean, Duke's obviously mentioned something stupid he's done just this very week. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all week. <laughs> what other stupid things have you have you done as a gamer? Is there anything else that springs out that you've done? Tore my bedroom apart when playing Mega Man Three. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that before. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And also, I guess uh, uh, going into meltdown because you managed to delete your Final Fantasy VII save. <laughs> I didn't really melt down so much as I did just melt. <laughs> no, uh, I and then I played it all again. That's the stupid thing. I didn't just go. Well, that's a sign from the universe that I need to do something else now. No, start over. I remember not once, no, twice. I went. 127 miles to London to a room where they had lots of games um, <laughs> and uh, if I just wait they would all come out to me uh, I did that, that was pretty weird yeah, uh, You've done that twice haven't you? Yeah I've done that twice yeah, <laughs> oh, you might cool. be doing it again this year. I'm doing it again for some reason <laughs> If I just wait they just appear in the shop where I live, I don't know why I just wait um, I don't know silly things I've done in games I don't know I think as well, I'm, one of the things I thought was quite stupid that we do as gamers, and I haven't mentioned this, and I think someone did might have mentioned this in one of the replies, but... Jabber on for three hours about it every week? Yeah, we do that as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, it's not us that's stupid, it's the people listening. What are you thinking? Yeah, is there but... anything better to do what? with your time? I mean, the thing is, Duke, they probably are doing something better with their time. They're, they're probably driving. They're probably driving, cooking, cleaning. We got another Whereas... comedy bit to play about multitasking, but I want to interrupt Stu's story. Go ahead, Stu. I'll yeah, do what, what, I, what I was going to say is one of the other things I'd thought about, and I, and I guess this happens with other things, but I think gamers are more prone to this than anybody else. Is we impulse buy games when they're cheap, and we do it a lot. And then <laughs> are you talking about me? Yeah, and then we never play them, so we end up with this pile of. Are you talking about me? That are untouched. <laughs> yeah, I have prey that I've never played, um, and Dark Sector. We do, don't we? We do that, and, and I get that. Right. But you know what? I don't know if that's stupid though, because usually when I see Dark Sector, it's like eight dollars. So I saw it somewhere, and it was like two. It's like in bargain bin, and I was like, where else am I going to find this game for two dollars? I've heard it's a good game. It makes for $2. sense. Two dollars. The two dollars that game is a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> and, and to be honest, right? To be honest, this very week, right? I've bought uh, Yakuza Three off off Amazon because it was six pounds, and I went six quid. I'll have that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that really qualifies. In the no, same no, way. actually, that's. I would <laughs> wait for two dollars, but. <laughs> But I have no idea when I'm going to play it. And I also bought Burnout Two pounds, two dollars. You're never going to find that game for two dollars in the UK. Yeah, I'm going to find it someday. I know. I'm yeah. waiting. Uh, and I also bought Burnout Paradise for six pounds as well. But well, I will that play that when we. Well, I got Infamous for free, and I still not play that. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I, I think we do it with other stuff. But if we buy a book or we buy a CD or a new CD, we tend to listen to it, books. don't we? We don't go. Hell no! Shit, my no. house is full of books I haven't read. No. And my house is full of DVDs that I haven't watched. Yeah, DVDs I get because they take time, and I think that's the thing with games because it takes time to do it. You don't. Oh, what about books? Like, they take even more time. Yeah, that is do. true. 
Yeah. DVDs is the easiest thing to to watch. No, like, no, the... music's the easiest. That's both. Yeah, music's anyway. easiest. Yeah, music's definitely because yeah, you music's... can do other stuff while you're listening. To I don't. It. I don't buy my music. Well, I do buy my music. I don't like buy the physical. Oh, oh, oh! Stu's posting illegal videos. Chinny saw him at illegal music now. I don't. Oh I don't God. buy the. Did he tape record stuff off the radio? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with I mean, the microphone yeah. held like up on the, the Simpsons. Teacher. Mr. John, I love your music. I've tape recorded all your songs off the radio. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 one oh, nice. Have a Grammy. Uh, what? Throw it away. Throw it away. One of the bits on the Simpsons that makes me laugh when they're playing the violin. It's all about the notes that you, that they don't play. <laughs> I can listen to them at home. <laughs> Sounds like she's tuning a bobcat. Uh, Simpson things. So, anything else for you, Tini? Any other stupid things you've done? Um, I don't know. I played Fusion Frenzy 2. That was a pretty stupid thing to do. I played that. I got that for it was gonna be like the Duchess and me hang out and play games together game. Until you played it and went Oh my uh, god. Piece of yes. Well the, uh, I'll I'll quickly run through the other things I've done for anyone who hasn't read the the post on the site because a lot of people probably don't go to the site so they want to see this. But uh yeah, when Halo three launched I got up an hour earlier than usual, which was uh about six o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I've been up for an hour at I'm, six. I went to the supermarket to buy it, even though I was going to work that day, and there was no reason that I couldn't have waited till I got home that night. That's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Did that. Uh, when Heavy Rain came out, I took a day's holiday from work to play it. <laughs> Less <laughs> it, said, the better. It worth it? Not really. Uh, this, this, one I, this one's probably one of my worst traits, actually. Uh, I keep trying to tell my wife about the latest game that I'm playing, even though I know she's not even the least bit interested in what I've got to say. Well, I could I, believe uh, that. I just keep on going on, even though I know she's not interested at all. <laughs> Duke, do you do that? Do you do that? So. No, I don't. But see, that's the thing is that the Duchess is actually interested in certain elements of it. Like, I'll break down sociological perspective or like, you know, the reason why this character is an idiot or, you know, this sexist or racist depiction in this game. And, and we can talk about that and we'll compare it to movies. And I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, you two are meant for each other. Yeah, so yeah, let, let no me get doubt. it straight, right? To talk to games to your wife, talk about games to your wife, you, you look at it from an intellectual standpoint. Yeah, we look at games from an intellectual point of so, view. So, so okay. to talk about okay. Angry okay. Birds from an intellectual me, point of view. I was going to say, let me say, so if you, if you were going to talk to her about mortal... The, proletariat. Pro- the birds of the proletariat, there you go, that's what she just said. Pigs are capitalist pigs. <laughs> capitalist pigs. <laughs> so if you're going to talk about Mortal Kombat, how would you go about that? We don't talk about Mortal Kombat. What is, yes, you what do. Is you say always, about Mortal Kombat? But you always so, say that the conflict between Sub-Zero and Scorpion... He's like the Montagues and the Capulets. Oh, God. <laughs> what? No, but because there's no two established teams in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes, there is. There's the good and the bad. Are there really? The best two kind of teams. Yeah, some zeros good. I play Mortal Kombat and I play that game. Well, you don't fucking know, do you? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm still going to make ra- uh, generalizations about it. Because generalizations are usually correct. No, we'll talk about, though, the fact that in the Mortal Kombat movie, Sonya Blade's supposed to be this awesome badass who never gets hurt and she can stand up for herself. And then at the end of the game, she's, or the end of the movie, she's still chained up with some stupid short skirt on for some reason. Help! Help! I need to be saved! Right, look, you don't understand the complexity of Mortal Kombat. That's yeah, very no, complex. No, like, <laughs> Pretty complex Kat- storyline. Uh, Kat- Katrina, I think her name is, right? Not the hurricane, the character in the game. Right, yeah. she like she's a reptile, right? So she's got a reptile face, but <laughs> she with her f- mouth covered up, she still looks good in a bikini. This is very important. <laughs> it's very so, important. So you go, oh, she's all right. Oh, she's a reptile. Still do it though. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. You put it's your mask about, back on, honey. <laughs> it's all about fa- you know. It's, she's into the kinky stuff. It's all about like kind of false 
uh, advertising. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Let's move no on. idea. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> moving on. I, I once got up at 3 a.m. in the morning to record a podcast when I was in the 360 Plex one. <laughs> I stay up to 3 a.m. Yeah. I know. Yeah, got up at 3 a.m. Uh, set me alarm specially and everything and got up, recorded the show and went back to bed. Um, and the last one I put was finally I spend way too much on my hobby and continue to do so each year. And you will continue to do so forever. Forever, spend way too much. So, Chinny, do you want to read out the first of the comments? Because some of these are very funny. Uh, Morrow, uh says, I'm sure most gamers have taken days off to play games. I used to take uh, the release days off of Football Manager uh, until a couple of years ago, I just lost interest. Football Manager is a different world of games. That's not a game. That's like that's a career. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't like football, right? But my 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 friend who who loves he, he likes games. He plays games, but he, he loves football. Um, I'm more interested in hearing how his team has got on in Football Manager than real football. <laughs> That's weird, right? I don't know why, but he, he just, he just, I'm interested in that. Um, anyway, Kubara goes on to say, uh, uh, related to Football Manager, I spent way too much one year upgrading my PC so I could play it. Yeah. Uh, it was the only game I played too. Suppose the stupidest thing I do is getting mad when things go wrong. I've been through many a mouse, controller, joystick, etc. etc. Once made a hole in the wall... <laughs> Uh, with, with a, a chair. chair. With wow, a chair. That's crazy. I, I, I like this out, bit. I tried to take out my frustration now uh, by hitting my leg or my head <laughs> often harder than I thought I would hit. Uh, Speaking of which, sh- in the office, Andy, in the American office, y'all ever see that episode where he punched a hole in the wall? No. I happen to have the audio here. It's not funny. In fact, it's pretty freaking unfunny. <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty quiet, but anyway. Um, uh, yes, I also, I also shout at the neighbor's kids should they be annoying just um, as I've had a gaming-related mishap. I, I, I never really lose my temper, but if I do, if it, on a very rare occasion that I do, I'll hit the, the kind of like, you know, the arm of a chair, like I have arms on my chair, and I'll like kind of hit that, but not very, like it's not very often. It's not. It's usually like an online game, really, when I do it. So, oh. oh well. Okay, I'll do do the next one. Surface Lizard. 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 Uh, he's got quite a few. Bless him. Uh, first one, I purchased a Sega Mega CD. Hello, darlings. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. What are you thinking, man? Yeah, God. Come on. Yeah. Uh, okay, Even Sega went. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, he's he's uh, said the one I said earlier, purchase new games and leave them unplayed for months. Uh, when I do play them, the price is usually dropped and I should have waited to save £20. Uh, yeah, that's that's often true. Uh, I once was 30 minutes late to meet a girl for a date because of Command & Conquer Red Alert. Pretty funny. Uh, this one is my favourite. Yeah, this is my favourite of all of the ones on here. I've got to say this one. Uh, in his performance review at the start of the year, he spent ten minutes telling his manager about Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Hello, darlings. <laughs> Brilliant! I just nice. love that he did that. That's just awesome. I, and I'm, I'm I can't ho- imagine him talking for ten minutes about any game. I know I can't. I'm <laughs> hoping his manager is just not into games either. So he was trying to convince him about games in. He's not even remotely interested like my wife. It was like my yes. wife, but a bloke. Yes, Nick. My wife. Oh, you've, you've, you keep on touching women. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> Demon Souls, 
<laughs> now, Sandy is not happy. I know, I know, I know. It should be fine. But it's really hard, right? <laughs> I love the fact, right, that you think in his performance review he's going to get admonished for touching girls up in the office. <laughs> he's not going to be talking about how well he's done in his job. Or, You've been touching girls up. Leave them alone. <laughs> We've all heard him. Uh, okay, his next one. Uh, I have a week booked off for when uh, Dark Souls releases, so he's booked. You know, I've never done that. As addicted to video games as I am, I have never, I've never skipped school as a student, and I've never taken a day off of work because a new game is now, out. Do, do, like, you, have you never booked time off for work from work? No, like taking an actual day, like. I mean, like not, not called uh, in a sickie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, like booking. Well, we don't often get like I'm just going to take a day off today. No, you don't. No, Especially not many choose. people. Not many people do. But like, I'm saying, like, you know, you book in advance, like, you know, a couple of weeks no? off. Well, he. No, I, I mean, Duke. Can I just ask you? Do you get to book holidays outside of school holidays? I doubt you do. Do you? Not really. No. No, because you get it's your really holidays. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, you know, save it for the summertime. Yeah, because yeah. you get in trouble. I think, um, I, think I, I booked off. Um, I think I booked off uh, the day Halo came out, or the day after, because we, me and my friend, did an all-night session on it, and it came out. Oh yeah, I should have said that. Uh, I bought Halo 3 on the midnight launch and played it and finished it at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, that is pretty stupid. Yeah, I don't don't think it was pretty stupid. Yeah, as you you were finishing the game, I was actually at the supermarket buying it. (laughs) I'd finished it by the time you got it. I know, how funny is that? Uh, This one, this one is the biggest contradiction ever. Uh, I partly avoid multiplayer and co-op because I'm paranoid, I have nothing to say. Bollocks. Hey, What? Is he mad? That's really ridiculous. Is he mad? Uh, so that's it for Surface Lizard. And his, his last one just saying he'd never taken a sickie to play again, which is uh, that's a, being a good lad. Okay, Jude, do you want to take uh, Ender 837? When I played Hyperium's time tick based game, I would wake up hourly overnight to check for fleet movements during wars. There were weeks when I would only get a couple hours, full hours of sleep a night. I hate that game now. Oh my god, that is so stupid. Wow, that's ridiculous. That is. What is a time tick based game? I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's presumably a game that you can't pause. And so, therefore, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you, you have it running, and then, you know, like the Sims, they go to their job and then they come home and, you know, whatever. God. So, presumably, you need to keep track of it. But I have never played a game like that because it's just that Look, sort of people, thing. People die playing games like that. Well, of course. Yeah, that's not that isn't good. Okay, uh jeez, that's really that really is stupid. Right. Uh Chinny, GH Rocker for you. Uh GH Rocker says while out with friends we're on about life as you do when you're thirteen. Um He's fourteen now, I'm sure. Uh one of the girls he could there be nearly said fifteen, you know, he could be nearly fifteen. These kids, eh? Uh one of the girls there said that she loves going dancing and he didn't know what to say because obviously he's a teenager, so you just say huh? Right. And he said, <laughs> Um did you know there's a game about dancing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, bless. To be fair, though, to, 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 I'm on Antonio's side here. She'd probably, probably be into it, you know? Whatever. Because girls, young girls these days, they like the games as well. Uh, um, and his, his actual next one, the other one's not really something stupid, but the next one underneath is definitely stupid. Well, the, the, the one underneath, like, the one I just read, was like he was in some arcade somewhere and he pounded somebody on Guitar Hero. Yeah, he's just uh, showing off. That's not stupid. He's just showing off. That's not stupid. He's just showing off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Antonio also said I waited until three a.m. in the morning to start to down start the download for Dead Rising Two Case Zero, later to find out it wasn't coming out that day. 
brilliant. <laughs> Me and my mates found a guitar, and we thought it would be cool to smash it when we went to mine uh, to get some stuff because we were staying around one of theirs. I brung <laughs> my um, GH guitar <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm, uh, uh, my, I hope he doesn't write his schoolwork like this. Uh, my, my, my mate packed uh, the stuff into cases. I told them to record it for me. I had so much work to do. Uh, I got back to see the vids. They destroyed my GH guitar. Uh, they smashed it in the case so shit doesn't get in their faces. Still bring that up if I ever ask them something. This is weird. No, <laughs> I think no, I think what is it? Go they crazy got... on the stage and I'm gonna put my guitar away first and no, then I smash. Think, I think they got a real guitar that they were meant to smash up and they smashed up his guitar hero. Well, yeah, guitar. I know. I'm just saying like that's ridiculous reason. too. Yeah, both ridiculous. Both yep. ridiculous. Uh, uh, I'll do the next one, which is heaven. Uh, actually, uh, even yeah, heaven, 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 heaven. I always say it's not heaven because there's no H in. I know, but I always think it's heaven for some reason. Well, don't stop thinking I that. Know. I know it's like one of those things where you see something that is in there. Um, and then he said, if it makes you feel better, Stuart, I have a week's holiday booked on the 11th of November just for Skyrim. Look, that's not that stupid because that game's going to be brilliant. You mean like when you see a game in Journey? It's going to be fantastic. What, what if you do that and then don't yeah. like the game? Like, uh, you would, <laughs> but you'd never admit it, would you? You'd go, oh, yeah, we're great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, no, then like... you just have an extra week off to play other stuff. <laughs> I've got six days. I to can't work. imagine that would be a horrible situation. This game sucks. What am I going to do with this week now? Damn it. I'm going back to work. <laughs> I have to is talk it? to the missus now. Okay, Duke, this one's for you. And I All right, it's Chris MJW. I had too much to... I, I'm going to read it like this because I had a lot to drink. I had too much to drink and owned up to my director that while playing Kung Fu Live <laughs> PSI game, I found a camera wasn't detecting my dark clothes, so I stripped to my pants to fight thin air in my living room. I kicked the, the air's ass. <laughs> I also took my TV and Super Nintendo out to buy a recently completed den down at the bottom of the garden to play Castlevania 4. It stayed out there two days and survived a good soaking quality construction, that den. <laughs> I've played video games on nearly every toilet I've used in the last six years. Smartphones making <laughs> shits fun since 2005. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that is funny. Now, I need, I, need, I need to go back to the den thing, right? Because I used to make dens when I was 10, right? Don't lie. You didn't out, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> out, of, out of bits of wood and like anything we could find to make a roof with. Now, in my head... That's what I'm seeing him sat in, right? But I'm sure he, I'm sure that it's more like a proper shed. But I don't know why. In my head, I've got this image of him sat in a homemade thing out of bits of wood. And I don't know why you've style. got that image. You just explained why you got that image. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I think he should send us a picture of his den so we can have a look at this in an email. That's what I think. Yeah, we're only halfway through these. We need to pick up the yeah. things here. For yeah, Chinny, next. Oh, then next one. Not, next one's not on. Adam is the next proper one. We're skipping the entire topics. Okay. Uh, Adam no, said, Stu promised last time. Yeah, but these well. aren't these aren't stupid. Some of them aren't just comments on other comments. That's all. Stu, so. are you gonna break your promise? Yeah, no, that's why we need to get. Oh, no, no, I promise we're not gonna break it. All right. Don't worry, move, move quick. Move. Adam says missing a week of classes because of family issues at home. All the while, I was gaming my face off. I'm not sure what that means, but we'll he was playing on. lots of games. Don't game your face off, dude. You need your face. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's not good, that. I don't know much about biology unless you, but I know I need my face. Um, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> anyway, go on. Pretty good, though. Uh, yeah. Made friends with someone because of their game library. Oh, that's shallow, that, isn't it? That's yeah, really I shallow. I don't like you. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, but Stu, come on. If you went over to someone's house and they had Journey on in the background, you'd be like, you're my best friend now. <laughs> no, I am not that shallow. I, you know, Whatever. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, uh, Adam also called in sick uh, at work to play a game. And if his boss is listening, listening, we're really sorry that we've sort of got you in trouble now. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm right for lying. Adam uh, spaced out when his wife uh, was talking to him on the phone. I think... I think I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah, I think, I think I've most done that. men are different. Like, I think we've all done that. You know when you, you know, the missus is like, "Don't forget." Yep, I've, uh, yeah, yeah, I got did it. Did you listen to me then? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say then? I know. Uh, <laughs> to put the shoes away. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have shoes, and he said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Um, and he also has a he, he fought his brother because he wouldn't give him the controller. I don't know how far. A long, a long, yeah, how long ago this was either, you know, you know. I hope he didn't have a proper street fight and it escalated like in Rocky Five, you know, where like more people like kind of gathered and then like someone knocked <laughs> yeah. it and there's blood and stuff. I don't think it's that kind of fight. So, okay. thanks, Adam. Thank you for those. Next up, Step J uh, took a week off for Halo 3, Modern Warfare 2 and Blops. So he's used a lot of holidays yeah. for games. And he will probably do the same for Battlefield 3, Modern Warfare 3, and that's it, yeah. so uh, he's He likes he's, shooting things. Yeah, you've got to love a good staycation, so he's even come up with his own phrase for a staycation. Yeah. You've never heard that before? No, I've never heard that before. It's been around for like two years, dude. Whatever. He definitely uh, did not come up with that. He did. Yeah, he might have done. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Duke, next up, Zyug. Zyug. I'm going to read it like an alien because every time I see his name, I think of an alien who talks like a robot. <laughs> like Surface Lizard, I bought an Atari Lynx for a small fortune and spent the game again in four AA batteries to keep the beast going. I have about 15 to 20 shrink wrap X360 PS3 shit games on my shelf. I still have shrink wrap Xbox original games. Oh my god. I have 20 plus games on Steam that I've bought and not played more than five minutes. About 10 I've not even downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> I once waited in all day to beat a test Lord of the Rings online, but couldn't get in due to the servers being overloaded. And like Stu, pressed refresh every two minutes for hours and hours. I once compiled a spreadsheet of all my games, which I still had to play or complete. And in what order I would play them. Oh, dear. That was a sad day. <laughs> Last one. When I was about 10 years old, my friend and I had visited a 40-ish year old single man's house on the promise of FreeZX Spectrum games. He said he wrote games, too. We were impressed. When our parents found out, they went mad. We never got the promised games. But nothing dodgy happened either. Trust me. He's just Which got a blank spot lucky. in his memory now, hasn't he? A blank spot yeah. that day. <laughs> the bloke might have been okay, but thinking back on it, he probably wasn't. But being a parent now and a lot more wise, I can see how stupid I was. Kids, there is no such thing as a free lunch or free specky games unless it's from your mates. It's like Uncle Touchy's basement. Yeah, come stroke this, uh, this bald rabbit. Dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, Ginny, uh, Ginny, yeah, next one, Sentinel. Oi! Good eye. That's you know he's from Australia. That's what I'm doing there. Uh, Sentinel says, "Wow, Australia, 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 we love you, baby." The worst I've done. I can't do an Australian accent. Uh, the worst I've done was book a day's leave from work to play GTA San Andreas. Um, also, if you've given 
if you're giving up pussy or the chance of pussy for going, then use is fucked up in the head. He's dead. Um, oh dear, he's brought the tone down now, hasn't he? I know, I know, yes. Oh, oh God. You know, there's always one person who has to bring the tone down. Yeah, we were just talking about child molestation in yeah. your parents' <laughs> That is true. Now you had to go there, man. Come <laughs> on. And I, I would never turn down the, the chance of seeing cats uh, to play no, You and Anthony Weiner, man. This, I like this next one. Uh, Bousy, a uh, new member. New member. Uh, it says, I'm a pro- from Australia, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he might be. Yeah, I think he might be right. Australia! Uh, I'm a programmer. I once told my. my boss I was seeing code like I was in the Matrix. Uh, Six leave wasn't approved. <laughs> wow. so. Oh, God, John Mao's written an essay here. Jesus Christ. Look at the size of this. Well, you wanted to read them out. I know, I know. We're running out of time for Eggtimer Topics, so... Ah! No, real quick. no, no, we're doing Eggtimer Topics. I want to hear on. that. Real quick, Dude, I'll read it. Read. I have a week booked off for Saints Row the Third. I used to log into a game called Urban RPG that only had text and images and spent over 300 in a game hours playing it over the course of a few years. I got to the top of the game and logged in 10 or 11 times a day. I'm the same as used to in that I talk way too much to my girlfriend about games I know she does not care about. My girlfriend is a gamer, but not our type of gamer. I sometimes spend five to six hours editing and attempting to perfect podcasts, sound quality, and clips, etc. I write at least one one article each day and edit at least four from other writers then promote them this takes up a lot of time that should be used to hunt for a new job i don't talk much at a party with five to eight people because i struggle to concentrate on all the different voices at once with my one good hearing ear i like to play <laughs> single player games in silence preferably on my own i've never met my awesome co-host but i'm going to the nec with dave for the game fest p.s surface lizard blah 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 there you go excellent <laughs> um, right uh Ginny, next one quick I have mentioned this on the game, play the Play Vault podcast before. But this is from Curtis. Uh, but I was at a party with my iPhone in my pocket. I was talking to this really hot chick, and everything seemed to be going great. But before suddenly the podcast started playing in my pocket very loudly at the point where Dave Dog was talking about Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's just say she didn't stay around for long. Oh dear, that's really not a good wah, thing to wah, do. Wah. Uh, Gangu Crimes is next up. I, here we go. I'm going to try and as fast as Duke. Here we go. Uh, I was hanging out with my best mate, Social, and then drove home just so we could play some Red Dead Redemption multiplayer to carry on being social. So there you go. <laughs> 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 Duke, read at your own. Yeah, Duke. I played please. Heavy Rain. Are we done? Uh, no, we've got a couple more, haven't we, now? Uh, no, we're going to do repeats. Yeah, that's, that's repeats. Uh, it's one. Yeah. Okay, Woody, too many things, head about to explode. There you go. Right, uh, Johnny Boy. I get up at half five every morning so I can quickly walk my dogs and then get an hour of Xbox in oh. before I have to go to work. Oh, God, I'm so tired. You know, I've never, ever done that. That is really bad. And last one's Old Spicy. Yeah, go for it. Uh, why is everyone embarrassed to take time off work? I do it, and a couple of other managers at work take time off, and we do it together online. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've already got <laughs> October the 25th <laughs> for, for Battlefield 3, not to mention that when we get all mysteriously sick. It's a good thing we work in different departments. Yeah. So. I was going to say, it's yeah, over when, you mani- when your managers are doing it, you're okay. Like, oh, oh, oh. That's, that's a, a good song, too. If you have a manager that's into gaming, and you go... Oh, I'm really sick. Oh, it's got nothing to do with the fact that Uncharted 3 <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, See, that's weird. the thing. I know my students are full of shit, and they're like, um, I'm not here, here tomorrow. Like, what? Call oh, of wait, Duty Call of Duty comes out tomorrow, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Give me those lies. Okay. Well, they're pretty brazen Look. about it. They'll just be like, we're all going to skip tomorrow. Look, there's no point okay. pushing through them and then jittering on at the end about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, well, let's move blabby, on to Surface Lizard then. Hello, darlings. Uh, 
Yes, Surface Lizard. Uh, luckily, luckily for us, he's here just giving us a game review this week, so there's not a lot we're going to be able to say about it at the end. It's some of the stars. So there won't be any discussion at the end of all this. Uh, be quiet, Chinny. So, so let's uh, let him tell you about whatever the hell game he's playing, and then when we come back, we are going to be doing Egg Timer Topics. <laughs> Spoilers, it's Dungeon Siege 3. It served me right to suffer. It served me right to be alone. Because my mind, I'm still living. In a day, the path is gone. Will it be chips or jacket spuds? Will it be salad or frozen peas? Will it be mushrooms, fried onion rings? You'll have to wait and see. Hope it's chips, it's chips. We hope it's chips, it's chips. Hello, darling. Surface Lizard here. Speaking at half speed for some reason. So, once again, it's time to circle round like a peregrine falcon that sighted its prey and swoop and dive and never really hit upon any kind of point. Which, after the tirade against review scores last year, it's time for something a bit more mundane and sedate, which can mean only one thing, or either two things, backbench party politics, or, more importantly, one of those surface lizard talks about games you'll never play spots. And it's one of the latter. In this case, Dungeon Siege 3. Diablo 2 was, is, one of the finest games ever made. An incredible fusion of RPG depth and simplicity and that horrible compulsion to play just for one more hour to see what that next loot drop might be to enhance your character or the further. Well, if you're waiting for Diablo 3 or any kind of spiritual successor, Dungeon Siege 3 may not necessarily be the game that gives you the handjob that you're after, but for we gamers who are more than happy with a slightly more lightweight RPG experience with lashings and lashings of ginger beer and tense close combat, then it's fair to say that Dungeon Siege 3 is a kind of spiritual successor to the likes of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance or the EverQuest spin-off Champions of Noath games, which is a good thing. The first two Dungeon Siege games arrived and were PC only and rapidly became a smash hit amongst antisocial, bio smelling LAN parties. But since 2006, the series has gone ominously quiet, apart from a couple of god-awful Uwe Boller films. Like the best narrative and direction, Dungeon Siege 3 works on two levels. If, like me, you've played the first two games, there's an extra layer of representation and awareness and illusion. Characters and events that are pointed out give the game world a bit more depth, but it does stand alone, so if you haven't played the first two games, there's nothing really to worry about. You just need to know that it's a great blast. Go out, hit things, get loot, hit more things, talk to bearded men. So, it all circles around the Kingdom of Ebb, which is quite bizarre to name a kingdom after what the tide does on the moon. Anyway, kingdom under grave danger from some harlot called Jane Cassinda, who for some reason is always referred to in the game as Jane Cassinda, not Jane or Cass, JJ. The Tenth Legion are the good guys who 
I guess you could call them the Knights Templar of the Dungeon Seed world. They were once the Paragons of Justice. They were framed for an act of regicide, the murder of the current king. And good old JJ Cassinda, I like to call her Snogglebum, decided to rise up and drag a load of zealots with her against the 10th Legion. And there was insurrection and war and the price of petrol went up. It goes something like this. We are the 10th Legion, exiles from a dying empire who founded the Kingdom of Ebb. For 400 years, we guided and protected our people. We gave them peace, prosperity, fair judgment. Some say it was the death of the old king that turned the people against us. That it was Jane Cassinder who took up the sword and drove us from our chapter houses in distress. I was not there for the final battle when the last of our legion faced Jane Cassinder beneath the boughs of an ancient, hallowed tree. Nor do I know what power she called upon in the forest to murder my comrades and friends. After that, the forest was changed, twisted and ruined. Only Jane walked out of that place alive. Thirty years have passed since the legion was destroyed, and Ebb has suffered in that time. War rages without end between Jane Cassinder in the east and the royal family in the west. A few sons and daughters of the Legion remain. You are one of their number. So, at the beginning of the campaign, one of the major divorces from the first two Dungeon Siege games becomes apparent, in so much as you do not make your own character. Which isn't such a hindrance. Now, I love and I'm an absolute whore for character creation in RPGs. It's where I spend an obscene amount of time making characters, mostly women with large breasts. But the four characters in the game are diverse and interesting enough, if not necessarily fleshed out, to make the lack of a direct character creation not such an impediment to the game as it could have been. So, you have four characters to choose from. The first one, poster boy of the game, is Lucas Montbaron, armor-clad, skilled swordsman who looks like an emo self-harmer from some really bad, wily band. And most of the time, he just whines. Anjali, who looks a bit like a glowing Angelina Jolie, is an archon who's a form of spiritual harbinger, uh, an angel human demigod with the ability to summon fire and burn herself. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. Reinhardt Manx is a very interesting character because he's effectively like a, a steampunk mage who fixes and fuses his own intelligence and magic with devices and contrivances to bolster his power. And most cool, he looks like an angry Father Christmas. Finally, my favourite character and the one I'm playing through the game is Katarina, who is the sultry Salma Hayek-like daughter of a legionnaire and a witch who is incredibly skilled with firearms, both ranged and up close. Most importantly, she goes and tackles the dangers of the world of Ebb in effectively stockings and a corset, which is always good for a one-handed fapping salute. As expected as you play through the game, each character will react to certain situations in unique voiced ways to their own character. And you can also 
act upon certain decisions very similar to the Dragon Age influence system, although it's quite limited in Dungeon Seeds 3, where you can influence your character with decisions you make, which, once you get a higher level of trust, simply give them boosts to attack, defense, and their abilities. The transition of any PC RPG game to a console format is always going to be a problematic one because it's fair to say that compromises have to be made for the control method. A joypad doesn't have the 80 or 90 keys of a keyboard or the precision of a mouse. But there are concessions in the game to actually accommodate this. One of the things is, when all of the loot is spilled out, you pick it up, a portrait of the character who can use it is shown, so you can know immediately if what you're picking up is usable or not, which does save the time having to sift through the endless inventory, which can get quite beleaguering as you get into the game. And like all games, there is a certain degree of depth in maximising your own play style against the statistics of the items you've got. One thing is, the game manual is as flimsy as a EastEnders plot, so you need to do a bit of research in the game help itself to try and work out what some of the actual statistics mean. As for the loot, as you'd expect, everything in the game that you kill or touch seems to literally ejaculate loot up into the air, spinning around, spiralling and dropping like some orgiastic spurt of golden pleasure. Let's stop that right there. Fans of the original Dungeon Siege games will share my disappointment that there's no mule in Dungeon Siege 3. More's the pity. I've played the first hour or so of the game as well as my main campaign with all four of the characters, and if you've a mind to, there is enough depth and diversity to each of the four characters to warrant at least playing the game through maybe more than once with a different character and maybe a different secondary character as well in combination. One thing that does need to be addressed is the fact that Dungeon Siege 3 is sold on the fulcrum of being a co-op game, whether it's a sofa co-op or internet with polite strangers or discourteous friends. But the whole thing doesn't really accommodate the sense of character progression. When you go on to play Dungeon Siege 3 online, only the host keeps their character in perpetuum through the games, so if you jump into someone else's game, your character is a template. You take none of the skills or loot or experience back to your own game, which to me seems like a real lost opportunity and a colossally simple oversight. If you have genuine real-world friends and you rotate being the host of the game, it's not such an issue, but there's no incentive to really jump into a random player's game because you get nothing from it save the experience of playing with a random person. Anyway, regular listeners will know how much I detest multiplayer gaming anyway, so even as a single-player experience, Dungeon Siege, at least one time round, is a very capable 10 to 15 hours. The combat dynamics for all of the characters work with a very fluid system. Each character has two stances, effectively what you could consider long distance and close combat melee, or another way of putting it is attacking single targets or group crowd control. Uh, whining emo Lucas, for example, has two stances, two attack stances, where he can go sword and shield, crowd control, or two-handed damage death to a single target. And it's fair to say, the game doesn't slouch in throwing onslaughts of enemies at you. you. You can't seem to walk more than five feet without another gang of five, ten enemies rushing in to attack you, which means that both you and your AI companion will spend a lot of time dodging, planning, counter-attacking, 
there's a bit more depth to it than you might expect, certainly more than just hammering the numerous attack buttons and waiting for the fiery magic to do its wonder. And also, because of the way the game is structured, healing is done by magic, not an endless amount of health potions. So you can't just stand against a boss, hammer the attack button, and then every five seconds just chug another health potion to make your health bar shoot up. In terms of it being an RPG, there is an upgrade system which is based around core abilities. Each character has nine abilities split into three tiers. Six of the abilities are offensive and three of them are defensive. And I apologize that I sound like an open university lecturer. You should see my kipper tie right now. As you advance through the tiers, you gain greater abilities, which can then be spent on augmenting and improving the abilities if you see fit. So you could supercharge one ability or you could spread your attribute points between a couple of abilities to make yourself more avant or rounder. Each character also has a series of talents, 10 talents per character. These are more general than the abilities. They can be upgraded up to five times each and they allow for the RPG standards such as increased critical hits, health recovery and other unique talents that benefit the skills of the character. So technically you could have four characters or four players all playing the same character, say uh, Reinhardt or Katrina, but you could have four distinct and unique characters, four different builds, even though you're playing the same template. And the experience of the adventure, it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's not the most stunning game to look at, but it certainly provides a hugely compensating amount of variety when it comes to the localities you traverse, from ancient dusty crypts to forest glades, murky swamps, ice caverns, decrepit crypts, and then on to mechanical towns. The entire thing is very distinct, but like a lot of RPGs, wandering into the towns brings you into a Stepford Wife territory, and you find that most of the NPCs have nothing better to do than stand very still, and then tell you their one line, before then standing very still. The cities do give you a break from the action to take stock, plan your abilities, sell off the endless amount of items you've got to merchants who have an inexhaustible amount of money, but they do feel like the stage curtain gets drawn back and you're pulled more back into the fact that it's an empty placeholder between the action. It's a difficult decision to try and encapsulate because genre fans like myself will probably already have gone out and purchased it at launch, whereas those who are sitting on the fence probably with a fence spike up their rectum, they may decide to wait till the price drops, and I can guarantee that a game like Dungeon Siege 3 will probably be dropping in price in the next few weeks. And if you want something that is comprehensive, with some intense combat, quite a reasonably deep character building system, and a rewarding deep fantasy world that doesn't bog you down with lore, then you can't go any further than Dungeon Siege 3. It does what it does in an uncomplicated, unpretentious, hits them Conan kind of way. But what is best in life? The open steppe, three tours, falcons at your wrist, and wind in your hair. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear a lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. Service Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. Because when I think of all the things I've got to do, I just get depressed. Oh. And I'd rather go to bed, so good night. I'm a great big old Hector saying good night. Okay, uh, we're back. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Chini, for the beginning of that. Just letting everybody know what it was.
spoil it. Uh, you, see, you see, you spoil it for his big reveal in his little bit there. That's that's yeah. not nice. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's just a preview because it takes him about three minutes to get to his point. That is true, but that's that's fine. Uh, oh. That's what we love about him. He's a meandering but conversationalist. The only thing, bad. the only thing I would say, I did play a little bit of the demo for this. Uh, promptly fell asleep because it was a Friday night and I was tired, and I'm not in the least bit interested in playing it. So there you go. <laughs> oh, oh, so this is Skyrim. Ah, oh, you so. <laughs> oh, 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 give the man a medal. Uh, okay, it is our time. <laughs> Ever since we've done that. I know, it does feel like a long time, doesn't it? Um, so where are we going to start? We're going to say, oh, you've highlighted some already. How about... Oh, that's the normal. Right, let's, uh, yeah, let's start at the bottom. I'll start at the bottom and work my way up the list. Sorry, of- people who just registered and gave us topics and thought we might hear about them on this week's show. We'll see how long we get, but we will do some more in, in coming upcoming weeks. <laughs> a month from now, we'll do another You never session. know. You might get a chance. Uh, okay, here goes the first one. Have you got the timer ready, Duke? Are I'm you ready? ready to go. Ready. Here we go. Uh, the first one is, uh, what tactics do you use for not waking the missus kids whilst being a late night warrior? And this one's from all praise to me. So that's what he asked. I don't have any advice for that because I'm more on the uh, other end of the spectrum. I get up crazy early, and I got to make sure I don't wake nobody up. So the first thing, obviously, is headphones. And the second thing is I disconnect myself from any emotion because if I'm playing, like, Call of Duty or something, uh, you know, I'll get a little angry sometimes. I'll just be like, I'll be like, looking like a ridiculous mime, doing everything silently but getting really mad and waving fists around silently. Uh, I've got something to say a little bit about this because I used to try and game with the volume on really, really low, uh, and then and then talk over Xbox Live and try and whisper. But my <laughs> wife could obviously hear me and would come and shout at me at the top of the stairs and go, oh, "Shut up, you! I'm trying to get to sleep or whatever." There's a recently. I know this. This is this is absolutely true. Right uh, when I was playing Child of Eden, I had my headphones on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'm fine. I was in the living room. In your boxes. Of, in my boxes, dancing around, flinging my arm out, you know, to fire at stuff. And Millie's and there with the camera over. No, the whole thing. but obviously I was totally oblivious to anything around me because obviously I couldn't hear anything. And, and it, was, it was actually the uh, family dinner. No, <laughs> but because I was dancing while I was playing and stuff, my wife could hear me sort of pitter-pattering on the wooden floor downstairs, right? Came, she didn't tell me any of this till the following day. Came downstairs to see what the funny noise was and obviously saw me uh, in my boxes dancing about in the living room, flinging my arms out. I said it was just, the, it was like the silent disco thing, I guess. It was, she, it was, a, was she just like, uh, divorce? Speak. Yeah, the following day she's like, you look What have stupid. I gotten myself into? Uh, you look really stupid. Uh, Chini, quickly, you, anything before the time runs out? Row hypno. Row <laughs> Usually works. It's funny because it's a date rape drug. Yeah, yes. I was just thinking that. Date rape drugs are funny. Around, do you? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I, uh, I don't know. Um, Does this come I, up for you a lot? Not really. No, no, not really. Because yeah, uh, the Duchess and I go to bed around the same time, so well, it's not I, really an issue there. But. I think there could be a reason uh, that Chini doesn't get bothered with this, is it not? Well, she's in bed now. So, it's podcasting and not waking no, up. But I was what I was thinking about your mum and dad at home. I'm guessing they don't really hear you, do they? If you know what I mean. Well, that's changed now. Has it? Uh, Why? Well, I won't get into that. Okay. But, 
But like the whole waking up the missus thing, because my PlayStation used to be where my uh, like by my bed, because I used to have my Xbox in a different room. But I don't know. It's just uh, I, I, I never really come. I don't play if someone's asleep. I, I don't really play. I don't know why. Just a minute. Just a minute. I've got to ask a question now. What? Have you moved in with your girlfriend? No. Ah, I thought I figured it out then. No, no. Um, but I, no, I don't really come across this problem. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Fuck. All right, off. moving on. Uh, okay, next one up. Uh, this one is from Heavy Evil, and he says this: uh, What do you guys think of MMORPGs? Uh, before you start, I just bought Rift, and I am level 80. Now, this is a while ago, so it's probably about level 300 now or something. No way. Once you get uh, to 80, it's like takes forever to... Uh, level 80 on WoW, sorry. Level 80 on WoW. Um, yeah. So, go for it. So, MMORPGs. I've never played one, so I... I've, I've, never, I've played RuneScape for about two hours, and I was like, eh, there's not as much interaction as I expected there to be. And I, you know, I've mudded a lot. If anybody's ever played any muds, multi-user dimensions, these are text MMORPGs. So they're the early precursors, and there's some things to be said for those. But eventually, I realized, you know what? I don't really care about fighting other player characters or anything like that. I just really like to go on quests given to me by the game, so I can do that in a single-player RPG. Ah, oh, fair enough. I want to play one. You know, I want to play one, but I've just, because it's obviously mainly PC orientated, I've never really got around to playing one. And I guess if DC Universe Online does become free to play, I'll probably give it a whirl. I'll probably give it a whirl. Uh, What about you, Chinny? I'm not really interested in them because... Well, you're not interested in RPGs in general. I mean, except like Fallout. Yeah, like most MMO RPGs are based on kind of like the, the party fantasy stuff. Because yeah. I'd be more interested in like not like the Old Republic, where I can't what play about Old online. Oh yeah, Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be more interested in the Old Republic, but I can't play it because it's too strong. Yeah. So one hasn't really come along that's for me yet. Yeah. Which is why I would like kind of like an, a gangster RPG, like a Saints Row RPG or something. Mm, Maybe that'd be interesting. Like, like all points bulleted, I would have been up for. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But like, it turned out to be terrible, and you know, I wouldn't be able to run it on my PC now anyway. So. Yeah. Well, that was re- that was relaunched recently, and then they had major issues with the servers, didn't they? So they yeah. took it back off again. But so it's that, going to be free to play. That's the one MMO that I would have bought if if uh, if I had a PC, maybe. But then, as soon as like the bad reviews came out, I was like, well, I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't have bought that. Uh, so it seemed like a good idea at the time. Not once come out for me yet. That's all. So I don't know. See, if that's he, the thing. Is, I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. I think MMORPGs are kind of like Call of Duty in a way, which is you have to know some people that you're going to play with because just playing with the random yahoos you find in the public lobbies is going to be annoying. You know what I mean? I mean, I get the impression with, with MMORPGs, it's all about sort of, you know, getting together and going looting and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, like raiding great. Parties. I mean, that's what it is in an RPG like Borderlands. You know, like it was great. That's, that sort of was an MMORPG. Yeah, it was about the closest we're going to get at the yeah. moment on a console, I yeah. guess. It's the closest we've gotten so far. And I think that was a lot of fun because you find people. But see, that struck that balance between, like, I could play Borderlands on my own. I didn't mind. But yeah. you get the sense yeah. that with WoW, you, you do it on your own, you're going to be bored to tears. Yeah, like I say, I've never played it. So I, it's really hard for me to comment because I've never played one. But DC Universe, I'd probably be interested in giving a whirl. And I did play a little bit of free rounds, but it, it was a bit too kiddie orientated for me, I've got to say. So. Yeah. As a conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to skip a couple of these because I don't think we'll be able to talk for three minutes on that or that or that. 
Uh, okay, this one I like. This one, the next one I'm going to pick is uh, from Phil Thee. Uh, Phil Olsen. And he says, should Japanese games be remade in a Western style, uh, not Cowboys? Uh, if so, which ones? So which games? I'm struggling uh, really to think which ones I would want and if they even need to be. I don't know. I mean, I'd be curious to see what a Western developer would do with something like Final Fantasy VII. But I don't think that game lacked anything that a Western developer could give it. You know what I mean? But do you not think... I've- do you not think to a certain extent, though, if, if you westernize something like Final Fantasy VII, it would just no longer be Final Fantasy Yeah, exactly. That's, That's like true, taking, yeah. you know, something from a Zen monk and putting it in a Danielle Steele novel format or, you know, whatever. Making yeah. a John Grisham book. I, I think Japanese games are what they are because they are Japanese and because the Japanese yeah, sure. developers are a bit crazy. And I, I, I'm quite happy with them being that way because if they were remade in a Western style, we'd just have games that all look the same and they were yeah. all the same. I mean, like, imagine if the Accuser was made by like, a Western developer. It'd be, just, it'd be boring. I well, it'd just know. be another GTA club. Yeah. Wouldn't it? It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be unique or individual in any sort of way. It would just be... You know, there wouldn't be any of the, the weird stuff going on, like, you know, going and playing darts for what... Oh, actually, you did that in GTA, didn't you? So the, oh, thing is, uh, uh, the thing is, right, with Dead Rising 1 was made in Japan, but Dead Rising 2 was made in Canada, right? But it was still it still felt very Japanese, it, you know, had all the traits that a Japanese developer would give a game. And I, I, I just, I'm just really curious about how much control they had on it. They didn't, not- I believe, if I'm right in remembering, one of the lead developers from the original game was on the team that, that did it yeah. in Canada or was part of that. Well, it's, it's like, you know, the game must be like this and you can't do any. And, and uh, you know, not only should it be, it, I mean, it wasn't westernized. It was made by a western uh, company or, you know, based in the west. It wasn't westernized. It didn't have the same system. It didn't, it wasn't, the cutscenes didn't feel like they was done, you know. Suppose uh, we turn it around. Are there games from Europe or North America you think would be interesting if Japanese developers had a reboot to chance to it? Mm-hmm. Like, what if Red Dead Redemption were suddenly like, and then there were like fried shrimp flying around? Oh, like, they'd be cra- they'd be crazy. Can you imagine a Western made by by a Japanese team? It'd just be yeah, crazy, exactly. wouldn't it? It would. They'd have all these weird sort of over the top action scenes and cut scenes and then the sort of the lead character would have a gun and the samurai sword <laughs> and like 10 yeah. year old girls is the you know main love interest <laughs> it would, he would have like it? like like a blade on his hat uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he'd have, he'd have clothes on that made him look a bit like a girl and then, <laughs> instead of like i mean you can't shag prostitutes in red Dead redemption but like when the prostitutes offer you sex, you do a dance mini game, and you have to. <laughs> and, like and then a demon comes out of their shoes. <laughs> That's me, really. To be honest, I think Square Enix are trying to like found me now for this game. <laughs> They're hearing that us would over be Skype. awesome. I think they should definitely do that. That would be crazy. You know, I think, I think they should. No purpose anymore. I think they should do that. I think they should definitely do that. Uh, okay, moving on. How about now? Uh, this this is actually one of the new uh, guys off the forum. Yay, new, uh, new person. Uh, Tuscan uh, seventy seven, and I like this one. I like this one. Uh, what's your longest ever session playing a single game? Uh, not switching between titles in a session. I mean, starting to play a specific game and then stopping hours later. Uh, so That's there you a go. Tough question to answer. Heavy, heavy rain, twenty four hours. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't all one sitting. But I didn't switch. I didn't play any other games. I didn't really do much else except eat and sleep and go to the bathroom. God, that's really bad. 
And I wonder that's, if that's one of the reasons why I hated it. So yeah, I was just going to say maybe that's why you hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. It's not one. It's one thing that the game had flaws. It's another thing that I forced you, myself to keep playing. It. You took it in I, one I'm massive hit. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Well, I think he had a, a theory on who would be who, and I think he thought. I would be the longest. I think he thought it would then be Chini and Duke would be last. I think. Oh, remember. oh, I see what you're saying. Longest. Okay, go ahead. You, uh, you got something to but, say? Just say it. But the longest I think I've ever played in one session without stopping was probably when Fallout Three came out, and I played that possibly for about six or seven, eight hours in one go. And I started playing at ten o'clock at night, and I finished at about five o'clock in the morning. And I think that's the longest I've ever done anything as stupid as that. Oof. Yeah, I think that was about the, the most stupid thing I've done. Um, uh, Chini, what about you? I think you've got a long session somewhere. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I should have. Well, I guess there's already the Halo 3 session as one example. Yeah, that's eight hours, but I think I did I did a 12-hour one, 3 till 3, and that was playing Alan Wake. Did you? I, I finished Alan Wake in one go. Oh, my God, Absolutely that's, that's impressive. Go. That is impressive. Yeah. And I don't... I don't remember any other ones. I um, I always remember the dude. Was it Modern Warfare Two who played it for however many hours straight on his PS? Seventeen fucking hours, <laughs> and then he was dribbling and stuff. He were completely yeah. lost all his senses. He was from uh, West Bromwich. He was. He wasn't very far away from me where I live. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So there you go. What an idiot. Um, so there you go. Yeah, we. I think. Yeah, I think. Ju- uh, sorry, I think Chini is actually the longest, and then possibly Ju. But oh, like, said twenty-four hours. Yeah, it? but he did stop a bit in between, didn't you? So did you go to bed in between? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chini didn't. He oh. was. Oh, I did, oh, okay. I've I did never done a marathon gaming session. I, I, I did mean, twelve hours straight. Like I did nothing else but play Alan Wake. And I did eight hours on Fallout Three. So what's the longest you you've done in one sitting? Well, I mean, you know, it was probably like. I probably put in like 10 hours on heavy rain toward the end. Cause I remember I woke up that morning and I was, it was, must've been like 6am. Cause that's what time I usually get up. And then I think it was like 2pm when I got done. So it was like, you know, what, eight hours, something like that. Yeah, I guess. And I've had a few gay, I, I think I played dead, the original dead space. I had a day off work because I was working at the weekend and I, uh, started playing that at about eight to nine o'clock in the morning and stopped at about four o'clock in the afternoon. So that's a fair long stint uh, before my daughter got home from school. So I've done that, I guess, a couple of times as well. Yeah. So there you go. That's our longest session. We've not done anything really stupid, like 24 hours straight, though, or anything like that. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. I do like the idea of those, you know, charity game-a-thons. I, I, you know, I can see myself raising funds that way, like asking yeah. people, hey, sponsor me, you know. I might try that this year, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I keep considering it. I must admit, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do it on the site and get a few people. Team up involved. as a veteran gamer. Yeah, I think maybe we should do that. Um, Greg, Greg did it and Steve Conger did it last year. Yeah, I think we might give that a whirl. I think we should maybe do that. Okay, and that's it for egg time. I've finished the- so many games. Uh, well, my thing is coming up soon. My uh, wife's away again in the summer holiday, so I'll have my week of, of freedom for a week when I can just play games every night. And uh, Damn, what, what a thing to say, man. A week of freedom. Well, it is. Fallen chain will be gone. Uh, I'm just saying it how it is. Look, I'm just Bridges. keeping it real. Keeping it real, man. Um, and I'm, I'm, real dumb. I'm, I'm debating. Just... As I, like, I like to play games I can finish in that time, so I don't like to start an RPG or something like that, which is no way of ever finishing it. Uh, so I'm going to try and get Yakuza 4 finished off because I still haven't finished that. So I'm going to try and get that finished. Mm-hmm. And I might, uh, depending on where I'm up to with Infamous 2, I might try and get that finished off. 
but I've, I've caught up a little bit. I've caught up on quite a few games now this year. I've caught up and finished most of the ones I've been playing, so I've only got we a few should, now out. We should keep track of games that we've started and finished, this, in, like, and then at the end of the year we should... Uh, well, we see should, who uh, finished the most and who... Yeah. Or who who started the most and finished them, and who started the most that. And there should be rules like they have to be arcade games or retail games. They can't be indie games because no one cares about that. They have to be, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think we could possibly do that. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, Well, it is time to do some uh, shout outs and shout out out of here for another. I have to get to the chopper. I get to the chopper. Get to the uh, chopper. So, Duke, first of all, uh, do you want to do shout-outs? Go for it. I'd love to do shout-outs. i got a lot of shout-outs. Uh, like y'all mentioned, we've had some uh, very interesting activity on the Facebook. Some people have been friending us. You want to be my friend on the Facebook? You want to be my, want to be my friend? Uh, Susan Linden Hall likes veteran gamers on Facebook. And I don't know if I made notes of other people, but thank you to everybody who likes us on Facebook. I assume that helps us get more people, maybe. I don't know. Helps you all stay in touch with us. Uh, Hansi Bonzi and I have been discussing role-playing games on Xbox Live over the messages there. So cheers to him. Influenza, Honky Patrol, enough said. Super Spartan sent me a voice message I haven't listened to. You should be able to listen to that on the website. I hate having to log into Xbox. Come on, man. I'm I'm all the way in the next room. Uh, and then all the people who showed up for the Black Ops play day. Oh, my goodness. What a crowd. John Mao 5, Finchy, Alienized Eagle, Rotten Ice has the grossest uh, player card I've ever seen on uh, Black Ops. Have you all seen the Goatsy picture? You know what that is? Nope. Okay, well, don't ever go looking for it because when you find it, you'll vomit all over your shoes. But it's one of the most horrible things ever. And when I saw his uh, player card, I was like, oh, my God, you have that. And he's like, yeah, you know what it is. So not a lot of people know what it is, which is why I guess it hasn't been banned. But anyway, uh, I thought that was really funny. Charlton Valley, Bongo the Scene, Major Chavez, Sniper Curtains, Kudmoro, and then some people, oh, GH Rocker showed up, uh, and then some people from Reddit, Evil Bill and Kint were there. So cheers to everybody who came to the play day. Yay! Thank you so much. And then we have a whole bunch of new members on the website, on the forums. If you haven't signed up on these forums, people, you are missing out, man. It's really starting to blow up, get real active. We got like, what, would you say 20, 30 posts a day now? Yeah, we're getting quite a few a day now. Yeah, it's, it's popping, man. Up, yeah. So cheers to our new members this week. Mutler, Ocelot Wildly, Carn Edge 93, Essel Hike, Jubba the Jack, and Bossy, who, as we said, is from Australia. Australia, 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 we love you. Amen. And thanks to VGHub.net, all the cool sites on VGHub. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Some talk about Some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course you have links to, you know, great forums. So, check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Excellent. That's from really an like Easter it. egg in Riven. The guy who plays Gain, the main or the main antagonist, is this really good actor, and like apparently he can sing opera too. So at this one point in the Easter eggs, he goes on this opera binge. Hooray! 
I've got to say, I, I, I just wasn't feeling Riven as much as I felt Miss, so I, I need to get in it again. I've not really it got takes that a, it, it takes more time to get going than Miss does, but it, I think it's more rewarding in the end. I felt like that. I felt like that. Uh, and the puzzles seem a bit more obtuse, I have to say. They are. They are. You know. Anyway, um, I have got some chat. First of all, uh, I would like to uh, shout out Social Loner Studios. Uh, Yay! Um, yeah, we... I, I'm now. Uh, no, that's not out for another... Day. Well, it will be out already when this comes out, so yes. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, as if oh, I'm in the people's ear on Oh, no, it's that, t- it's that time thing again. But yes, you'll have listened to, to the podcast we did with them interviewing oh, them, and, yeah. and they were they were a lot of fun, actually. They laughed a lot. Yeah, yeah that was a cool interview. I had a good time with that. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the interview. And, and one of the guys go. sounded exactly like Quanrian. Didn't you, didn't you think that? I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. Every time he talked, I was like, oh, my God, he's Quanrian's brother or something. Really? Quamrian's brother? It sounded like him. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yes, thanks to those guys. Yeah, make great games and stuff. And and they very kindly have given us an absolute raft of codes to give away. Yay. So stay tuned, folks. You might have a chance to win a code. You will. Or some codes, because we've got a lot of them. So they very kindly have given us a lot of codes. Oh, I forgot to say, playdate the 10th of July, uh, 6 p.m. UK time, Uncharted 3 beta. Join us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very cool. Uh, so thanks to Josh over at Social Owner Studios uh, for, for sending those codes. And, and obviously uh, Kenneth, O'Brien and Turger, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it, who helped. Uh, well, Turger did a lot of the work arranging it, to be fair, over Twitter with me. So uh-huh. so thank you very much to him as well. So thanks to all you guys for doing that. Uh, and we've also had an email this very evening. This very evening. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, that ruled. That ruled. There you go. Uh, which is Rule. off. Off, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be okay with this. I hope he is anyway. But I'm going to mention it anyway because I think he's very generous and it's really cool of him. Uh, but yeah, Bongo the Sane has Bongo uh, has donated or is going to donate a thousand points for the next three months each month to us wow. to, uh, to do something with now. Uh, Chini, you have been given a great responsibility. It has to be said. Yeah. Great responsibility in coming up with a competition uh, to win these points each month. I think we're running for three months uh, and we give a thousand points each time plus some codes from uh, Social Loaning Studios at the same time. We can bundle those together. Yeah. Uh, and I think we need to have some sort of competition either on the site or via the podcast or something. So you've got to get something. your creative head on. So, yeah. So, like, I mean, maybe one month it will be on the podcast, one month it'll be on the site, one month it'll be Ooh, some getting kind new of... people into the site. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like I don't it. Know. I like we'll, it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and I'll also, see. because we need a sound effect for Bongo the Sane. Excellent. Pretty good. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, every time we mention him, we're going to do a bit of a bongo sound effect. So, yeah, thanks, Bongo the Sane. There you go. Brilliant. It works. I, I was so impressed that uh, Bongo the Sane has sent us that stuff. Get the wire from that way. Yeah, he's a, he's a fine one that doesn't have talking over it, but you get the idea. Yeah, he's a great guy, Bongo, isn't he? <laughs> there we go. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, Ginny, shout-outs from you. 
Uh, shout out from me, uh, Bongo, for donating those points. That was very generous of him. Also, uh, um, Bongo. This is just getting ridiculous. I'll shout out my mate, uh, Marshy. I was looking for a... Nothing to do with you. That's the Marshy you... drum. It sounds a lot like a uh, bongo drum. You need a side effect of a marsh. <laughs> well, I have crickets. Yeah. Um, there you go. Excellent. So I shout out to Marsh. Uh, by the way, is Marshy's nickname Bongo by any chance? No. Ah, oh, just one. Wonder... Nor is it Chime Bells. <laughs> <laughs> that's the closest I have. Uh, okay, that's brilliant. Um, I do have so the sound sh- effect though that I haven't used tonight. Game breaker. Hey. Oh, I like it. Um, brilliant. All right, You should play it like, every time we uh, we mention something that's uh, not. Not so good in the game. Yeah, we got it. Good game breaker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like it. Oh, great. Uh, okay, so God, help it. I'm losing it, but I'm losing it. The only person listening right now is Bongo because he wants to hear more references <laughs> to him. Oh gosh, I'm losing. Shout out to Marsh. <laughs> right. No, we've um, had it now. No, that's it. Too much. Too much. Uh, because I was looking for a bike, because uh, I go cycling every now and again, and he found me one for the budget I was looking for. So shout out to him. Shout out that's to for a bike recently. Uh, shout out to Bongo. <laughs> and that's it, really. Like, I, I, okay. I yeah, yeah. Before we go, we've got three new iTunes reviews these, this week. Yeah, we've got three in one week. So very impressed. So thanks ever so much for those. And look, everybody can do it. You know, I know. <laughs> I know, go. <laughs> shut up. I, I know we've got a lot of listeners out there who who haven't left a review, so get yourself over there and do it. Uh, okay, first one's from Ocelot Wildly, uh, and he says, Great podcast, five stars, a refreshing podcast by normal blokes who genuinely enjoy their gaming, uh, as opposed to by cynical games journalists who seem to find games gaming and the fans all a bit of a chore or a stepping stone to something bigger and better. And then uh, there's me. Yeah, uh, you can tell there's a lot of effort and love goes into each lengthy podcast and into the website that's supposed to grow. Uh, the lads who do it uh, do it in their own time and at their own expense uh, deserve a ton of credit for producing something that is so slick, slick, black. <laughs> there you go. And yet so inclusive at the same time. I generally look forward to and appreciate each new episode. Well played. So thank you for that. Uh, next one's from Master Zulu. And they say... Uh, worth a listen one of the better long format gaming podcasts with plenty of very content that keeps you interested uh, too many painfully long dull podcasts out there this is not one of them five stars yeah huh? ah. and finally from the likely lad says nothing's perfect exclamation point uh, nothing's perfect but still a five star review from me uh, because this podcast is pretty damn close oh, I uh, see what he did there yeah I see what he did there these guys are witty funny and informative I definitely look forward to my Thursday download keep up the excellent work Gents. Yeah, I guess you're right who cares he's right we are witty bongo <laughs> <laughs> see a level of wit the BBC can't even read there you go yeah, bongo and on that note, yeah, we need to get a heart out of here, so don't forget to uh, send us... 
Oh, God, is that a new one? Beatbox bongo. I don't know what it is. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, so... Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Yeah, and, and, yeah, keep up the uh, the Twitter follows, uh, Veteran Gamers UK. Send us some emails. We have to have emails for a few weeks now, so send us... Oh. Send us emails! Yeah, because we can't even play the sound effect and nothing. Yeah, really? Uh, so send us emails to Veteran Gamers. You sound effect, you got to send some in. Yeah, to podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. That's podcast at veteranagamers.co.uk. Yeah, I guess. Oh, we haven't heard from in a while over the email. No, we haven't. See, he's got a shout out there, and so he has to now send us an email. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, we need to get a hell out of here, so uh, ta ta for now. Bongo. Thank you, good night, much love. <laughs> Jam my fool, I guess. Marsh. Marsh. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> At least I got chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. instead